As we left off last week, we had followed up on all three of the locations on the coded message that we found at Sunset Imports. We went to Kite Hill. We slew a giant ice praying mantis. We went to we... an anime school. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> totally did. Totally is. With a creepy... Went to Lady Guler's school for girls. <laughs> she seemed everything pretty well under control. Didn't oh, super they came in the back window. Need our assistance. We made the Long Road's coffee house. Which hadn't gone quite as well. But it looked like, thanks to these signals we had sent with the kites, the situation could have been a lot worse than it actually was. And you had found one survivor after working your way through some specters and a pair of Rakshasa who had just been chilling, hanging out, enjoying some tea that they stole from Purloined the tea. Yes. What a hellish crime. <laughs> Says the guy who stole the entire wealth of a town and maybe plans to give it back. Recovered the wealth of an entire town, and I'm I am the only reason we haven't gone and pawned every single thing in that sack. You had met. I mean, not wrong. Marchesa, <laughs> our newest contestant for the saddest looking NPC art in the history of. Uh, yeah, she's so pitiful looking. Paizo publishing. Poor thing. Up there, like this is a, a, her and Sebsinia are gonna have to fight over it because I'm not. I'm not actually sure. That's a tough well, one. That is. I would still have to give it to Sepsinia. I haven't seen this 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 sad Sepsinia. Not art. by much, but I would. I'd still give it I to Sepsinia. I don't immediately have Sepsinia on hand in my Age of Ashes set up to show you, or I would. Failure. But it was a very very similar. I mean, she's even got the mascara streaks. So did Sepsinia. Uh, um. But she's not wearing makeup. That's what's really confusing me about the whole picture. Like, if you're a girl, you well, know what mascara looks you, like, you and mean, she's not wearing you mean any. I was don't cry black tears. That. I always thought that was how that worked. Brutal legend lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> Take these session rerolls. Yay. Take these coins down the table. And we left off as you ah, had a. Uh, really? Really? <laughs> master in reflex, by the way. He, he bonked it somewhere over there. Well, you dropped it and it like ricocheted off my palm and under the table. <laughs> well, like... I guess you don't get a session reroll today. Because I don't have any more of those. It's, so... it's over there. It's over there somewhere. Such we'll is it. life. We'll find it later. Anyway, you had met up with Marchesa and spoken with her some. After coming her down a little bit, she told you that Triad had in fact been here. It had taken a lot of the staff. It doesn't actually seem like they had come to take slaves. It wasn't the massacre it first looked like. It just apparently it was a fairly large brawl at first, uh, initially. They hauled off to a place called Tannison Tower, named that you recognize being part of the Alabaster Academy. And we were, we were right there, still in this room, still with Archesa. I I feel like we should take you someplace safe before we decide what we're going to do. Like, I can't imagine that they're going to come back here. They thought they had everything. Everyone. But I can go home. I can go to one of the one of the other bonds. Perhaps, um, perhaps if we brought you to that school, it seems well secured enough. And you can at least ride that out there for maybe a day or so until this all, we get this all cleaned up. Lady Gores? Yes. She. I've never met her, but I, I know she. She has a shelter. I. 
That's close. I can head there. Well, uh, we have other things we need to address with her at any rate. Uh, how about I take the young lady over there? Sounds good. And you uh, would hear uh, a shout from downstairs, just kind of echoing through the bar. Oh, hello! Is that Where Sa- is it? Is that Salazar Todd again? Uh, it's kind of hard to make out. Come in. It's clearly from the front door. You can get the words, and it sounds like a female voice, and sounds like Salazar Todd. Okay. Um, I'll go see who it is. If it's Morak Shasa, they can have a fight if they want one. I'll go down with you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to head down there as well. Very so the, gallant of you all. <laughs> you guys uh, head down the ladder to the lower level of the coffee house, back where the doorway to the main entryway comes. And uh, I, did you close that door behind you? I assume you guys just left it open, honestly. Yeah. Because it was I, pretty, pretty I think empty. we did, yeah. So get, from down there, you can hear the voice much more clearly. Wait, if I missed the right scrap, and there's not much I can do about it now. You best have won it. Uh, and, uh, as a matter of fact, we did. You come around the corny, oh. corner to uh, oh. Ash. Oh, no. Pebble in one hand, pebble <laughs> over his shoulder in the other. I put my arms that, up when I see the that pebble. That is a loaded cannon. I put my arms up when I see the pebble. Oh, it's on. Oh. Oh. Well, that has to be some right good news. Well, well you are here. Did the news well, is mixed? I can see that. But and she kind of points to the uh, dead Scarlet Triad dwarf in the middle of the room. I don't see any bodies here that's well, already big loss to the city. Well, unfortunately, it seems that the Triad beat us here. Uh, these fell uh, in their initial attack, but uh, apparently they captured some of the staff here. And then there was some ghosts. Yes, they left some ghosts behind, as well as some Rakshasa, some evil spirits, uh, to haunt the place. Uh, we cleared them out. Uh, I'm gonna be right with you. I don't know. What in the world the Rakshasa is? Evil spirits. But it ain't the first I've heard of ghosts. And where do you... You lot ain't from here. You familiar with uh, any of the history of Cantargo? We hear a lot, a lot of sightings and reports of well, the ghosts of the previous ruler. One of the Thruins. Oh, Thruin. Uh, yes, the ghost was saying something about that. Uh, rage of uh, House Barcelai. Barcelai it is, then. Ah. Yes, uh, from Cheliax, you see. Well, from here. Mm. From Gintargo when it was Chelios. Dalrin used this thing. Well, that's interesting. Like I said, not the first I've heard of it, but not the first verifiable. Well, it'll be interesting to see if it shows up again. Uh, there was actually two of them, for one thing, and uh, we banished them both, and uh, if more of them show up, maybe there's more, or maybe it's they're from something else. Well, and that's right, interesting news. And I I'm can't af- imagine one man has two ghosts. And I'm afraid they've, they've, they've taken your friends to the Alabaster Tower. Tennyson, Tennyson Tower, was it? Tennyson Tower in the Academy. And she turns and looks back towards the door, takes a couple steps and just kind of cranes out. I can see that from here. Indeed. Uh, here, this is Marchesa. Uh, she's all, she was able to hide before they she took her away. Upstairs. Uh, oh, I thought we didn't bring her down? Okay. No, uh, no we're, we're keeping her where we can keep her safe. I didn't know who this was. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, in that case, um, a young lady by the name of Marchesa uh, managed to hide and uh, not be taken. Uh, she overheard them talking about taking everyone to Tennyson Tower. Well, Marchesa, she's worked here and worked with us for years. She's uh, one of Drought's personal friends from even before this was a barn. Oh, she's yeah. terribly shaken up at the moment. I don't... Well, I suppose this works out. Of course, it's unfortunate Scarlet tried right at the place and, and made some headway, but this wouldn't have any crop in the barn. So the losses are just those who knew what they were up against. Apparently, oh, innocent getting caught in the middle of it. Well, Apparently, the the message got here in time, so it could have been much worse. And they're not lost yet. 
Hi, if you know where they are. So, what's the plan then? Tennyson Tower's in the Academy. I, well, I know the Academy's obviously challenged and they're pretty massively banked by the Thrune monarchy, but I can't imagine they're help working harbor and slaves in the middle of well, in the middle of the new city of Kentargo, still running the front of a, an Academy. I mean, well, I can I can definitely say one thing is maybe. We just give them some sort of a distraction, and then maybe some of us can sneak in and take a look around. I don't think it's sneak going to be done. Uh, Tennyson Tower is abandoned, uh, as far as I know. Oh, it's really that simplifies things. Well, that makes it easier. A good half of the academy is these days. Their enrollments have been well, less than stellar. Hmm. They didn't really pivot well when Ravenel became a, a thing. Like I said, they were deep in the pockets of House Thrun, drawing oh. students from all over Chelyox. And that, with what came out about some of the professors around the same time, and, and you know, devil summoning, worshiping. They probably lost a lot of their beneficiaries as well. Yeah. Uh, it's distinctly possible that uh, the triad went and uh, took advantage of their uh, their troubled times, uh, possibly m- m- muscling on their territory a bit. Give us this abandoned tower, we'll give you some gold, and you shut up about it. Well, they're certainly not empty, but between losing the throne bankroll and well, everything that's came out about Professor Matter and what with him functionally being a serial killer. They've had some rough times. One of the professors was a serial killer. Oh, that's a long story and one I suppose we can impart later. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Well, well, he's not still there, is he? We should watch out for him if he is. Oh, should... no. Fled the country. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter then. Hmm. Fled hmm. the country in the news as I understand it. Well, as of right now, we need to get the little Missy upstairs down to the academy and well, save place. Well, I'm His name's it's going Nolly. on my list. <laughs> and uh, you hear just barely front of Nolly! Nolly, I'm coming! Uh, hurry right down! And uh, <laughs> pitter-patter of tiny little hairy halfling feet making their way, and then you see just out of the hole a foot kind of like <clears throat> reach a couple of times trying to find a run oh. as she's uh, struggling to get her way down. I mean, you wouldn't want an obvious halflings are up there. It'd be, like, all human-sized. And, uh, mm. Ash turns to the rest of you. Well, they say I get everyone. And besides, we're trying to slavers here. Not, well, serial killer teachers. Yes, that is fortunate, isn't it? It means that I imagine that at least most of us will be alive. So, for what is worth, is a... Is there a lot of students in the classes in Tower? Well, like I said, the tower itself is abandoned. Uh, the academy is, well, it's not like it's one building, it's a whole campus. It's a, a big area. It takes up most of the city block out. You, you can see it through the door here. Not uh, right across the, uh, the main park from Lady Gorex. And a lot of their classes are still running, a lot of their buildings are still occupied. But uh, Tannison, Tannison was supposed to be classrooms on lower levels and dorms on the upper levels, I believe. But the whole thing was getting bankrupted by bankrolled by well, the Tennyson family, and well, yeah. I suppose you could just walk in front door then. It seems simple enough. Uh, since the place is supposed away? to be abandoned, everyone in there is an enemy. It makes yeah. it very convenient. How far away do you suppose that tower is from here? I mean, you know, I in... do not believe you can throw spell at tower from here. Oh, well, I'm pretty I... sure I could crack a window <laughs> with a pebble from here. Oh, I wasn't thinking of that. Although now that you mention it, it's not a bad the loaded idea. Loaded artillery cannon does not count. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you never hear the sling pebble that gets you. But, <laughs> what would you say? Half a mile less? 
I can't imagine a right of time that the group of you could have arrived. If you save for being the heroes who can target themselves. Mm. But this Scarlet Triad, this is a lot more of an organized force than we dealt with in years. It's been a right mess, but it would have been a much, much worse one here, even just today, were it not for the lot of you. And your. Where's your friend with the fancy hat? Oh, he Is had to go back home. His wife apparently had a very sternly worded letter for him. And you don't go against Bon. What she says is law around that household. <laughs> what she says is law across the Seven Kingdoms. Big man is here to be replaced by a cousin. I've held a lot of crop down the rows throughout my years working here, but I don't know if I'd even be willing to get involved in that one. <laughs> but it's fair. Our problems aren't his. Or yours, but you helped us anyway. Yeah. Speaking of which, I don't suppose we've had your resume yet. A resume? No, no, I'm resume. We want your resume. The, resume. The, the things that you can do. Well. Well, she's very quick on her feet. A resume. She can swing that sword around pretty well. We. Oh. Well, what exactly, what exactly kind of information are you looking for here? Well, recommend yourself to us. If you're going to join the heroes of Breach Hill, we're going to need you to, you know, impress us. Uh, well, it's a thing she does. I wouldn't take I it figure, personally. I figure the biggest, the biggest need you have is you have a hole filled when Buddy went home. So I figured I have to step in and take over the family for the family. I mean, she has a point. But if you really want me to sell myself to you, I'm I'm, I'm a good dancer. I, I, I was not meaning it in that She's particular way. <laughs> we are trying to fight slavers. I, anyway. I was more trying to get an idea of what your particular specialty was so we could best work you into the group dynamic. Okay. We all have a place here. He smashes things. He's very direct. We like that about him. And I get really big. He's very sneaky, and he can poison things, and he generally just... I have never seen... I've never seen Trushik poison anyone. He poisons his arrow things, and they go into people, and they hurt them. Perhaps I'm not a fan of that tactic myself, but I can't deny its efficacy. And uh, you, well, you're an excellent healer and a fighter, and... <laughs> the slight hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also a part of this group. Yeah, I, I get hit in the face a lot. That's kind of how that works. Well... Oh, yeah, every... Uh... Everyone needs a frontliner. And, uh, well, I blow things up. What do you do? Well, I hit things with my dancing partner and I hold up the sword. Um, What's I'm her name? Fast. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, Delilah. Oh, oh that's, that's so sweet. This is big Delilah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really fast. Plus, if you ever need someone to talk to, you know, nobility, higher ups, and folks like that, I have some knowledge in that. And you can dance. And I can, assuredly. Oh, she well, does. let's as see. Easy, as easy as you breathe. Well, let's see it. Are we seriously going to have her dance, dance to entertain us in oh. the middle of a broken down bar? Look, it's I mean, a bar. Maybe. It's actually, it's a tea shop. It's a coffee shop. Tomato, tomato. It was a coffee shop, I... Well, let's see it. And... As much as obviously we need to be getting the Tennyson Tower to make all this work. Yes. The sun's going down, and getting into the academy is going to be a little more awkward at night. If you're not recognizing, they do have security and whatnot, and we want to raise as few flags as possible. Well, not to mention if they have as much supernatural support, the triad that is, oh. as like, we've seen so far, we're going to need to prepare a bit better before we go. Speaking uh, of kicking a door especially in. if this is where they're operating from, if this is where they're taking well, their captives back to, that's where we're going to be finding our crop. We need to be ready. It's not going to do anyone any favors to rush in and just add to their captives. Yeah. Speaking of prepared, Nolly, quick question for you. That, that spear that the uh, uh, devil had, the ice spear, is it still at the park by chance? Well, we didn't quite leave it on the ground, though. Uh, I think the guards took what they could, 
brought it into the impound, uh, the spear and uh, the head you put on it. Yeah. As a part of their report. I don't know if they've right found something to do with the body quite yet. Well, I, I was just wondering if maybe they don't care if I take that spear off their hands. Maybe it might be useful for later. Well, I can certainly put a word in for it, or you can pop down to the constabulatory yourself. I mean, just I know they what? have it, but well, I'll say you've more than earned it, and <laughs> you need someone that can persuade them. Please well, don't go and see the authorities and talk without someone else there with I you. I was about to say, if someone can come with me and show me it, then I'll gladly go. This also sounds there. like a job for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'd question your ability to wield a spear of such size, but well, I've seen you work already, and it was right impressive. Thank you. I appreciate it. Does does that mean we can watch her dance now? Yes. Because I'm very curious. By all means, I pull up a chair and pull out one of my horns. <clears throat> Roshin will start clapping out a rhythm for I'll, you. I'll start making coffee. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I have this. Oh, God. <laughs> he actually he has the theme for it. I have, have the, honor of the tavern music. Marshal to the constabulary. Hold on. You know what? Out of flavor text. I reach into my bag. Hold on. I might have something else. A small thing of bagpipes. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> he has oh. bagpipes. Do you have perform? I don't have perform. I'm on where he's four. keeping those. It's bagpipes. No one has perform. I mean. <laughs> as, he, as he pulls out the bagpipes, Ella just kind of looks on for a moment. I know. I know exactly what to dance here. She I'll like, sing. Anyone, anyone got it? She, Ro, Roisin has swords on her, right? I, I, yeah. I, can I, I, can I, can I hold sword. one of them their swords? Oh, sure. Kefra doesn't torque your wrist out, though. Grabs the sword. She sets it on the ground carefully. She takes out the light lays it across in a cross pattern. And if anyone ever seen some um, Scottish sword dancing, that's exactly what she's going to start doing, where she's just slowly dancing around the swords in a circle, and then she starts stepping and hopping over the two swords. Oh, that sounds so cool. Well, that actually sounds swords, pretty cool. Basically. All right. Yeah. Yeah, give me, a, give me a roll. And I'll sing to keep rhythm. I need to use And as she starts dancing, she, has a, she does have a scarf around her that actually starts to flaw and seems to move with her rhythm. Uh, wait a minute. I actually do have performance, believe it or not. You're trained. Um, yes. 30 it's only a plus six. two, but it counts. Nice. I mean, that sounds bagpipe, so. You can do it. You don't have oh, to be okay. trained in skills to do it in second well, edition. It just means Marshall not... just has random items in his bag, so he doesn't. I mean, it's still 15. 15, 15 is bagpipes. It's danceable, too. Slightly out of Let me play you the song to my people. <laughs> it's just one note, just one long. <laughs> hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> fifteen, really? Like, I'll talk. The fifteen's not bad. Fifteen is like competent bagpipery. Yep. So, I mean, like, All right. I'll take it. A twenty to sing. I think, yeah, and, and, and between this, we, we, have good, we have a good group in here. Can I assist? Can I assist? Can you assist? I'll accompany with the singing. Okay. Is a singer. Yeah, uh, uh, actually, I perform. If I roll a two, it's not very good, but uh, that's a 19. Like a little hey. <laughs> Almost a success. Almost you a got, success. You got the backup there. So, so you, I guess I'm playing the, the scale xylophone. Washboarding <laughs> <laughs> his own picks. Oh! A 19. <laughs> it's a new music group. <laughs> and now we're just standing here. Just watching... Slightly awkward new band name. You're not the strangest <laughs> folk I've ever met. You have no idea. No, I'm pretty sure I don't. We all deal with our with you, our stress you, you in different ways. None of us are yeah. trained. Because I got a twenty, so I I, I, I actually technically am trained. Uh, I just rolled a oh, two. Oh. <laughs> nice. That's a whole thirty-eight. Thirty-eight's pretty good. Mercedes is just kind of sitting in the back. A fascinating performance <laughs> target to everyone in the room. What are we doing? <laughs> 
Look at her go. She's like floating over those things. Oh my god, now aren't you glad I made her dance? This is amazing. This is dance fabulous. This, this is spectacular. Do you know how much money we could make off of you? I. You'll see. Wait, we, what? We, uh, well, and she pulls out like a little key. I've already been making men. a lot of money off myself. That's lovely. See, this is how heroes of Breach Hill unite. I still can't get over the fact you call yourselves heroes. <laughs> it's a company thing. Nolly, I'm Technically, pretty sure I had some sliced this strange tiger-headed monster in Zero's room, and now Right, we killed the tiger-headed monsters, and now we're dancing. We fight hard, and then we play hard. We're celebratory. Yeah, that's how we do it. And this coffee's <laughs> lovely. It's making me very lively. It's oh. certainly catchy. Wanna walk, wanna walk over to the sad half one and and try to lead her into a dance. Oh, Come on, God. dance. Oh. Your friends have been kidnapped. <laughs> dance for joy, it wasn't you. You're the lone survivor. <laughs> Don't step on a triad head when you're making your way. She'll, she'll try. I mean, again, after today and after what's happened here, she is just... Like, there's more than, like, in the middle of the destroyed coffee house. <laughs> I mean, we are here. No better right? place for Surrounded it. Surrounded by... <laughs> we are noble heroes. Everything that's happened, I mean... She's... She's all right. She's clearly, uh, unfamiliar. But, uh... <laughs> I don't think many people would be familiar with what's going on right now. No. And, uh, as... I'm Eleanor playing the washboard. Of, <laughs> on yourself. <laughs> Probably just shakes your head. You Wait, know, you still look like a tiger to me, though. You do. He does, yes. Yep. So I'm wondering how you're doing that. <laughs> Through the Didn't you break your... Didn't you dispel magic, it? No, she never did. She tried. Did, I she tried, tried and failed. failed. Ah. She failed. Oh, yeah, will save. Oh, will save? Okay. Uh, there we that go. Is, yeah, that's a 19 on the die, so... So, uh, with that, as you see him scratching, you hear the clear, scaly sounds coming out from underneath. You kind of blink your eyes a bit as your seek returns to normal, and you can see almost an ephemeral, like a translucent guise of this robed, tiger-headed creature over the, over him. That you can see through and see the normal Trishik there. You can pierce the illusion. Okay, I'll so count that as an interaction. Alrighty. So I look, as I'm playing the, the bagpipes, still, I look at him like, oh, so it was an illusion. I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> that is Goes a, back to play. <laughs> that is a very odd illusion to cast with without like some kind of smoke cloud or something to disguise that that happened like <laughs> suddenly your friend's not your your friend except he still sounds like your friend yeah, he's still hitting still your, your friend <laughs> but he's not he doesn't look like it don't hit him not me you know <laughs> this is actually rather nice it's the first time we've done anything really fun together oh it has been a minute hasn't it Oh, that don't sound Well, believe it or right. not, it's only, it has barely been a week since we left Breach Hill. We actually haven't been in the field that long. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel like wait a minute, long. wait a minute. It's only been a week since you left Breach Hill? Just so. Oh, yes. Breach Hill's clear on the other side of the map. How did you get here in a week? Oh, not for us, it isn't. If, yes. If you would like to go back to Breach Hill, it would take, uh, what, uh, three days? Oh, three days. A few days. Ish. Mostly uh, that's the boat trip. That's Look, how the heroes of Breach Hill travel, don't you know? Look, unless you sign a contract, I'm afraid we can't tell Com you. Company secrets. Company. Mm. 
How did Buddy get mixed up with you, folk? <laughs> Talking to hiring practices and talent scouting and whatnot. Uh, oh, I'm you're hired. <laughs> In fact, you now outrun both of them. Hey. I was right hoping this could possibly go the other way around. I, I've gotten to enjoy Eleanor's dancing plenty of my times in Kentargo while she's been here. But still, I've never seen a group so capable as you lot. Not since, again, the Heroes of Kentargo, and now another group self-styled, as it may be, Heroes of Breachill. It's destiny. Uh, technically, come oh, from somewhere. Technically, as I understand, they were awarded that title from the town of Breachill, so we're not quite as egotistical as we sound. Look, our problems ain't yours. And what's happened here? We had no need to be dealing with it. I understand but you got your own beef with the Scarlet Triad, obviously. You got personal reasons for going against them, but I think you'd make right good tailors. Nolly, you saved our lives. If that's not a dead, I don't know what is. I threw a, a couple of rocks at a big bug. All the rest of you held it off and dealt with all of its magic and faced the brunt of its rage. I mean, yeah, despite... <laughs> It's basically what happens, true. But Despite throwing such small rocks, they are more effective than my bow. <laughs> you know, I that guess was... the rank can make sense now, now to think about it. <laughs> that was, trying that not was a to very big admission. <laughs> and she just kind of holds the, uh, her hoe up in front of herself. Uh, as you can certainly see here, there's, there's more than meets the eye, not just to me, but to the Bellflower Network and to all that we do. And quite a few tricks to try to come with it. Obviously, anytime you you lot come by Contargo for whatever reason, you'll be drinking with me first. That's if, for sure. If you ever wanted to help out, I'd be more than happy to teach you what we know. Good oh, we love that. Well, we could certainly, friends. Well, we could certainly use you. As you can see, wow. Teliac's pulling out of the region. Wait. Hasn't really put it into our needs. We could help. Hmm. We have a network, a literal travel network that we can use to get slaves out of here. We do. That's quite true, actually. You don't sound like you're getting to and from whatever breach hill is <gasps> here in just a couple days' journey, and it takes us weeks to take our crop down the road to Andorin. If you got a much faster route than that, I'm glad to hear it. We most certainly do. We could... We could get them across the entire continent side. We could get them far away from anyone who could ever hurt them ever again. It's very easy to sneak things past the uh, boulders and gods when you'll simply go past all of it. Well, you got some kind of magic thuya and flying carpets or something. Not exactly. Something of the sort, yes, I'm but... I'm trying to figure that out myself. Wait. Reach you. I was... Days. I was thinking that, you know, this would be amazing for trade, but we could actually really help people with this. That's incredible. I suppose the one downside, though, is that these rescued people will be winding up either in Breach Hill or in the Mwangi jungle, as I understand. Mm-hmm. Neither are terribly desirable mm-hmm. places to end up. Not when you're a slave, darling. Oh, fair enough, then. We do. I don't know much if... about Mwangi and jungles, but where, where exactly about is Breach Hill? I'm not entirely certain. It's, <laughs> it's that direction I, somewhere. It's, I came out from a different side, you see. I just pull out a map, like, yeah, we're here, this is Kentarga. Oh, Breach Hill you. is clear over here. That's right near the Andoran border. That's four weeks overland journeys for our crop. If you can do that in three days, even. Even just as a stopping point. That's that's where we're headed anyway. Exactly. Well, that works out rather nicely. Yep. We just got to get all organized and packed together. That's all. Well, at the, at the very least, all we have to do is get the triad under control here, and then the road out of Cantargo is open. Andoran's got the eagles decree. They, uh... 
abolished slavery and, and well founded their country to spit in its face. Eagle's decree states that no matter what obligations, what contracts anyone may hold uh, over another man's life, null and void if they're within the borders of Andorin. That's right. My brother is uh, an Eagle's ranger. He, patrol- he patrols the borders of Andoran. They've done a lot of good for us. We work hand in hand with them doing what we do. They sponsored a lot of our barns throughout the region, throughout Eastgard. If it goes and takes the innocent off of slavery, I'm all for it. And we want your barns to be stable. Aye. I had the feeling we changed the subject. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> oh. Well, I can't say another bit of brevity here. Even Let's... if we manage to get slaves out, nobody could actually investigate his both private property on a distant uh, continent would be protected. Well, I mean, if they want to lay siege to the key to the castle, they're certainly welcome to try. You got a castle? You got a castle? Of course we have a castle. We're heroes. All heroes have castles. That's the rule. was insinuated. Wait. Huh. Wait. I mean, we have to fix it up first. It's in the contract. I I told you. I need a drink. Eleonora, you've impressed us very nicely with your dance, and now it's our turn to impress you. How to buddy... How to view, you get a castle. He killed a very big rat. Uh, a lot of them. Uh, Look, sounds, as much as I that sounds about right. Desperately love to stay here and listen to the rest of this story. I'm gonna get more chases somewhere safe out yeah. of here. I don't imagine the Scarlet Triad are getting moving again, especially after they've been blunted everywhere they've tried to go. Uh, I, well, I stopped by the school for girls briefly, and Lady Gore seems to have that pretty under control. Yes, yeah. indeed. Her students seem quite capable. She's one of the that's scariest she... people I've ever met in my entire life. Woman, honestly. I mean, that's just finishing schools in general. Safest barn in Cantargo, hands down. I wouldn't trust anyone else to, uh, to watch over it better, but I want to get her somewhere safe. Stay on an offer, though. If you want to help out the Belthar Network, you want to become tailors, we can teach you. Oh, yeah. We'll be back. Oh, yes. You get you scooting those feet faster than any, uh, you could have imagined. Well, <laughs> save for Eleonora. Oh, and, yeah. and Nelly, if you want to ever get, like, ah, say an upgrade with your uh, fancy little weapon there, come talk to me. I wouldn't trade this whole for the world. I'm not saying trade it. I mean, make it better. It's gotten me through more than I can imagine, and I can't imagine having it any different. It's a little, uh, just like me. It's more than it looks like it is. I, I completely notched the hat. I know, thought those were handle just wraps, but those are notches. You didn't notice There's that? dozens of them. Of course there's dozens of yeah. them. She's amazing. Yeah, no, no, it's pretty, um, just kind of pretty special. You know what? Respect. Much respect. But if you have a change of mind, my offer's there. I'm very good at crafting weapons, as you can tell. Well, if you need me tomorrow, whatever your plans may be for Tennyson Tower and for the Academy, I want to make sure the town itself's right out of your way. Easy path as well as I can. If you enter the academy sometime in the daylight, I imagine you'll be able to walk right in without no questions. All right. That's See you tomorrow then, I said. If you need hmm. me, come back to Kite Hill. Most I'm certainly. Most days. Okay. So, Eleonora, what brought you to Cantargo? I'm very curious. A relative of buddies ending up on the other side of the world. You must have had some motivation. Well, I've been my... I guess to say I put some personal business down on the table. I'm actually looking for my sister... Well, look at the relative turn. I'm traveling around, and if I happen to find her, I happen to find her. And, you know, I just ended up here, ended up there, and wound up in Cantarga. And I saw, I met the Bellflower, and I met Nona, Nolly. And I heard about the, about the Scarlet Triad, and I started dancing, and I had a lot of fun here. 
and I just kind of ended up sticking. And then, you know, you folks showed up at view, and that's about it. What happened to your sister? Uh, she just ran away from home. Do you have a picture of her or something? Maybe we can help? Uh, she looks a lot like me in the face. That's about the best description I give to you. But well, to be fair, we can't entirely see your face. Like you oh, in the you face. Take, you, take, you take this half of the face and you just kind of <laughs> put it on the other side. I get the I'm feeling that you're not to... quite understanding what I was hinting at there. But... I'm starting to understand the relationship to Buddy now. Marshall's trying not to, like, giggle for like crazy. I, I, I do see the resemblance in the personality. I'm just, I'm tr- Sorry, I'm trying to picture it. You're trying to picture what? Your sister. With just one half of your face. Oh. Now I'm just picturing your sister with one half of her face, and it's actually kind of disturbing. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a terrifying thought. <laughs> Do you, like, never take your mask off? Is that, like, part of the thing? Uh, we won't press you on it, but we are curious. I'm going to press you on it. Are oh, you going to press me on it? I never press take me the mask. very well may press you on it. I'm assuming, I can assume that. Um, I never take the mask off. Not in public, anyways. Is it burned? Uh, you could say that... Uh, I got it, I got it. It's very, very ugly underneath the mask. A nice, nice, big, ugly burn from my childhood. Oh, well, And it's kind of embarrassing. I suppose I can understand that. Well, in that case, you're excused. Thank you kindly. <laughs> I would hate to be exposed in such a way that's very impolite. You must, I must apologize. She'll start, hmm, burn on your face. Yeah, it really, really does cut down on the value of a noble lady. That's not true at all. Why, with some excellent uh, cosmetics and some other things, why, your hair is lovely. We could do wonders. Perhaps <gasps> a decorative face mask. Makeover. Oh, you have it. At this point, Smart. Marshall just goes and she gets like, let's just, uh, they're doing suffer. girl stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds most enjoyable, actually. What? We're going to put her in one of the dresses. She's going to look fabulous in a black corset. I need to... I need to get leashes for all of you, so every time this is <laughs> happening, you can just focus on talking to each other, and we can just keep walking. <laughs> just like the baby harnesses. Should I just <laughs> turn into a giant and just carry them? Be like, stop it. Like, kids, well, come on. I suppose. Uncle Marshall says no. Put the girls in the bag. <laughs> so before we uh, we move on from this directly, mechanically, because this is pretty neat and I want to present you with the opportunities to do cool campaign-related things. You, you all, if you wish to accept Nolly's offer and uh, gain some teaching from her, have access to the Bellflower Tiller archetype. Oh. Which oh. is a dedication around, well, a lot of the skills that would be useful to Nolly as they are trying to escort slaves out of the region and to Andrew of the Eagles Decree can make sure that they are given a life of freedom. Do any of those feats let us turn sling stones into anti-aircraft shells? They do not. <laughs> but it's focused uh, a lot on being fast, making your friends fast, and escaping and overcoming uh, debilitations that hold, restrain, or slow you both for yourself and for your for your allies. Honestly, that sounds very beneficiary I to the like majority of us. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was probably going to dip into Bastion dedication, actually, so I could not get hit in the face as much as been happening. But... I, I have alchemy to like Shield more bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I feel like I hit hard and take hits like a champ, but I'm slow as hell, so it I'm would probably uh, be pretty good to I'm have. I'm not slow at all. The dedication does immediately make you faster. Um, I might take that offer. And I will I will tell you just for your considerations the, okay. the base level. If you want to invest in becoming a tiller, uh, you will immediately and permanently get a plus five status bonus to your speed. 
Ooh. I definitely like this. And you will get to it at all times select a crop of up to six other people that you're watching over. And with you, while you're with your crop, while you're traveling in uh, downtime or in exploration modes outside of like turn-by-turn combat, anybody who is slower than you is considered to be as fast as you. Wow. That's really useful. Wow. Especially if... Get your crop. Wait. Somewhere it sucks less. If that works the way <laughs> I think it does, so you got like, what, 50 or 60 movement speed as is. Well, 40. Tell her you would all be speed 70,000 outside of combat. <laughs> we need to reach it on one day. Oh my god. <laughs> so, with the ex- so we have to... Naruto running through the country. <laughs> So We're I know Area 51. <laughs> so I know the crop is optional, but I already know that Marshall's just gonna pick potatoes. It's standard. No, the crop is people. The crop is the people. Oh, I thought you meant. <laughs> wow. They call it JT roll intelligence zero done. <laughs> Sounds very fitting. <laughs> It sounds like Marshall may pick these. You know what? Potatoes. I don't know Marshall. I like well. potatoes. Are you a root vegetable? Come on, little potatoes. You're speed 30 now. Well, well, everyone, it's official. I have literally become my character now. Fast potato. <laughs> literally a potato. Uh, thank you. Anyway, as the group of you. I'm sorry, guys. Discussing the no, that was, was a beautiful moment of misunderstanding. <laughs> As the group of you make your way out of the Long Road's coffee house, the corn just hops out of the ground and starts running. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps right out of its husk with some dumb little stick legs. I'm the colonel now. I'm a corn lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I demand fan art. <laughs> I am the Vegemancer. <laughs> None will stand against my crop. Run, little vegetables, to freedom! Oh. Halloween one, shall we face out a pumpkin golem? Like, <laughs> Oh, man. I'm okay with this. How never has the Bellflower Network gone so wrong so quickly. <laughs> anyway. You head out. As you're discussing, the sun's already setting, as Nali had said. Uh, sunset is in its waning moments. The light is rapidly draining out from the sky. And the streets are clearing pretty quickly. But there is one clear, evident exception to this. There's a massive, strange wagon has been set up in the crossroads where the street Long Road's Copy House lets into connects to the main thoroughfare heading east-west throughout the Villegra region of the city. And quickly scurrying around it, tidying things, readying things, there's a man that even in the waning light you can all easily recognize. Turn around. Ah! South Heart Todd! South Sword Porium! Perfect! I got my copy. Good news for everyone there. And since I recognized it was you lot that were in there, someone coming around Cantargo for whatever reason, my good buddies, my best customers, my favorite customers, I rounded up the wagons. Post haste! Make sure there's anything South Heart Todd, South Sword Porium could get for you. Alright. Watch this. Watch this. Sal, do the wagon thing. The wagon thing. Sorry. Do the wagon thing where we see all of your swords. We want the the potion swords and the edible swords and the the pokey swords and I, Rose, the defensive swords. I feel right like she's going a little bit insane. No, no, no! Do it! Do it! Do it! I'm also a little confused about what exactly she's asking for. Not right. Even positive. What a, concerned. I, <laughs> we want. I mean, to I got all kinds of swords. South Sword Todd's South I don't got much for edible or potion sword. I got drinkable swords. And uh, he turns around and just wait. What? What? See, 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 see. 
Uh, opens a drawer on the side of the wagon and uh, lifts up a couple of flasks from inside, just kind of shows them and puts them back down. Drinkable swords! All kinds of different drinkable swords for all kinds of different business. Uh, but, how do you, how do you drink a sword? I don't understand. Well, it's very simple. Go with it. That that the the, the containers of the the liquid in that container is the sword itself, and you're just drinking it. Real easy. Very easy. Now, I get it. Buddy, resume, pal. Last time that we had met, and had some discourse, did some fine business. South Sartad, South Sartorian. You lot showed a whole lot of an interest in sword buttons. So I have gone far and wide, exploring, collecting, putting together the greatest collection of sword buttons that the inner sea region has ever seen. I am excited. That said, what's a sword button? I will admit that to my shock, awe, and unending surprise, South Sartad of the very same South Sartorian has been shown up in his own game somehow. Did you know there was a Birdman? He runs a store. Not far from here. Southern in this town. The uh, War Cage. Across the last year. The War Cage, that was it. Yeah. A little bird man, like a weird upright black chicken kind of guy. Yeah, he's my buddy. He has got... He's got so much. Wow. But, but Sal, he, he stays in one place, and Salsar taught of Sal's sword porium. You go everywhere. You are everywhere you need to be. You are you are in all the places. I he's only in you, one I place. I promise you one thing. Here at Salsar Todd. Salsar porium. Though I may not be able to amass a truly impressive collection that that weird chicken man has. I feel like it's kind of offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, he's quite literally a, like a standing chicken, like a bakbagak kind of guy. I he's mean, got little wing hands, he's got a beak. I mean, I'm not. He's a tengu. I'm not gonna argue. That right. was the word he said, right, it was a tengu, a tengu chicken man. Even uh, I know what that is. Who? He has flyable swords. I can guarantee you, South Sartad, South Sword Porium, guarantee that you will not beat our value or our deals. <laughs> Guaranteed. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No. I said to think real hard about the legal ramifications of that one. Oh. I've been told a couple of times some of my South Sartad, South Sorporium sword shop guarantees on my various swords. Uh, apparently it's a binding contract that carries some kind of a verbal weight. I don't know. It was a real bunch of fancy law words that that Abadar man said to me. Uh, but apparently I gotta be more cautious than my South Sartad, South Sartorium, guarantee you, no guarantees. That sounds like something that you don't have to worry about if you're on Absalom or something like that. I was on Absalom, matter of fact, or at least, uh, whatever they call that island that Absalom sits on. I know it's not the whole thing's Absalom, though. The city itself was Absalom. I had a word for it, but it was the island of something or other, the, the island of shopping errands or something. I, I'm not the person to, to, to go and bring, answer that question, I'm afraid. It was odd. Met a, met a whole lot of weird folk in Absalom. It's a strange place. That is circus, actually. It was fantastic. Highly would recommend it. You ever find yourself down to the Isle of Aaron's or whatever? It, it, given how our travel has been recently, you never know. We actually might. We are a circus. I don't know what you're talking about. But though the light may be gone from the sky for today, light inside Sal Sartad, Sal Sorporium's Sorporium is always lit for his best customers. Light. Now, I don't. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't literally have a lantern. I got you. But that's spectacular. You're welcome. Buddy, Resme, this is one of my favorite customers. Now, what can I do you for? Sword buttons. Sword buttons, As you were saying. sword buttons. And uh, he pulls open, just like slides two panels in the side of the wagon, and out slides a huge, it looks like a dry cleaner's rack. Told you. Set with dozens upon dozens of swords, spears, hammers, bows and quivers. Oh my god, look at it go. Wrapped I told you. Around an inconceivable amount of weapons that could never possibly fit inside this wagon. I think it's bigger on the inside than the outside. Marshall immediately just like is Sal. like a kid in a candy store. I, oh. 
before he gets down to a small little teak wooden case that he pulls out. All right, put him up here with the rest of the swords. The sword buttons can stay with the buttons, uh, the swords they want to attach to. Pop this bad boy open right here, and he has a wide selection of rune stones. Now, previously, way back when, I met you a lot back in uh, somewhere, I believe it was Breach Hill, perhaps? The first coming to come into contact with you. It was passed through the region. Sold you, sold you a couple of sword buttons. I just made my way into the sword button trade. <laughs> first thing I really discovered about him, I had a couple of real simple ones that were plain basic, the wizard man told me. He put on his fancy hat, he put on his fancy glasses, and he told me to my face. He said, Sal Sartad, you know what he said? Sal Sartad, these sword buttons are going to ensure that your sword more balanced, lighter, sharper, faster, more agile, more of a sword than any of its competition. But you know what I found out later? He needs to have a talk with that lawman, that Avatar guy. Because that was not a South Sartan South Sartorium guarantee. Because there are, in fact, better ones. Though they are. It was very expensive. I'm gonna preface with that. These were these were ludicrously exorbitant. But for my best customers, any investment is worth it. And he pulls out a runestone. Which looks like it has something similar to a potency rune, but more extravagant, more detailed. Like the design itself uh, has a strange radial symmetry in every layer in which you go. It somehow becomes denser. This, to my understanding, with the second wizard that I talked to, that this time is certainly a better wizard, is pretty much the same thing, but categorically better in every conceivable way. Faster, lighter, sharper, better, more of a sword. I only got one, because again, ridiculously extensive. That looks like something that's that's quite impressive, actually. Let me, I'm, let me see. I'm suddenly, I'm suddenly incredibly Where's exhausted. <laughs> I think I need to turn in. So, uh, well, now there's swords to be had. That's never too late for a South Sartan South Sword Porium deal. Now, buddy, Buford resume, buddy. What is your name? I don't believe I've met you before. She takes a step back. She does her courtesy. Eleanor Beatrice Roger and Alianda. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm gonna call you buddy if that's all right with you. Uh, don't call me buddy. He calls everyone Buddy or Resme. That sounds like an awful, awful thing to do. Now, you can call me Ella if you can remember that. Buddy. All right. Buddy. Whatever. Oh, please don't <laughs> say that. You're going to make me cry. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, so do you happen to have anything for this? That is quite a hefty ask. X. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> those things. Marshall's dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how I look when I try to think? Uh, uh, <laughs> I must say, in all my travels, all the swords I've collected, I've never oh, seen a sword of quite that. It's an axe. It's no. a dwarven axe I made myself. It's mm-hmm. a double-bladed wide sword. Right, I'm familiar. Uh, I met with some dwarves in the Five Kings Mountains once before, and... Uh, <laughs> Watching your eye twitch just now was magical. They had a couple of those, uh, those beautiful double-bladed wide swords back before, but I have never seen one of such... Magnitude. Well, it's because I'm a big guy and I need a big weapon. Just kind of looks down. It Fair does. enough. <laughs> uh, 30 to identify. Uh, that is going to be a simple, a plus two potency rune. So it is a greater potency rune. It is exactly as he said. That is the ye olden plus one. Onto your plus one. Ooh. Makes your plus one, plus one ear. Oh. This, plus one, plus one ear. This mm. is get, far more potent than your average potency rune. You get a plus one in your plus one. I, I like do think ones. this is very useful. I think we'll, we shall need to purchase this for, for certain. Now, as I said, that was, uh, that was a relatively exorbitant 
purchase that I had invested in there, hoping that you guys would be interested. And a lesser man, a lesser salesman, a lesser merchant that was not South Sartan's South Sartorium would not let that go for less than 1,500 gold pieces. Obviously, we're not going to go quite that far. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You guys are my friends. You're my buddies. You're my best customers. I'm not going to get you 1,500. I'm not going to get you 1,000. We're going to cut an entire digit off of that price for 999 gold pieces. Sold. Well, we're going to have to do some trade. But enough. definitely sold. <laughs> Just take it down now. But while we are speaking of ridiculous, egregious quantities of coinage, and also of extravagance, and the Five Kings Mountains, actually. You are a double-bladed wide sword. Reminded me of this thing that I had found, actually, I got from a dwarven friend of mine way back when. It wasn't actually in the Five Kings Mountains. It was a dwarf uh, exploring through Osirian, I believe it was. They oh. had recently, did you know, fun fact, down in Osirian, somewhat recently, there wasn't a king. It wasn't a... wasn't a king. It wasn't a monarch. It wasn't a high imperial. Bird? It wasn't an emperor. A warlord? I don't remember what exactly they call it down in Osirium. It had a fancy name. Pharaoh? Fancy name for fancy men. I don't think so. Maybe. They had just allowed the unsealing of a whole lot of their ancient tombs, their pyramids. They'd been down there to explore. an archaeologist of sorts, he said, for the Pathfinder Society. Doing some adventures. Talked about some weird animated statues and things he found down there. But he also made a spectacular deal with Salazar Todd. Salazar Reporium. And I had these before and I forgot about them. But I remember now, Marshal Buddy Buford, my friend. This sounds like Tomb Raiding, but with extra steps. And it's sanctioned Tomb Raiding, my good friend. <laughs> Fair the only kind worth doing. He, he reaches in, uh, reaches into this compartment, all the weapons are coming out of, like, just kind of leaning back from the blades that are just dangling directly in front of his face. And reaches in and feels around a bit. No, no, not that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And he pulls it up, and he has uh, about a half of a cantaloupe. Like, that was the remainder of lunch. Not what I'm after. I'm looking Ooh, for I'm hungry. Can I have a piece? Ah, that's right here. And a small wrapped package of a dark oiled leather trimmed around the edge with a red stripe about the size of a palm. He pulls it out, unfold that, take a look, tell him what you think. Now, my good friend, you have a spectacular beard, if I must say, and that's not even by human standards. Or a dwarf even. Oh, thank you. Those right there are something I got from that friend of mine. Similarly, uh... Similarly, not cheap. He was very reticent to let go of them. You know me, South Sword Todd, South Sword Porium. Never miss a deal. Never miss an opportunity. Those are ancestral beads. And what you have looking at is a couple of strings of fairly large beads cast of a variety of dark, coppery, brass metals. And being a forged dwarf, I would probably recognize exactly what yeah, it's made of. Yeah, a few of, of them are, are already arranged in designs, and each of these, they're, they're fairly large beads and clamps that would go on there, uh, as well as one thick brass-bound kind of coil that doesn't wrap down elegantly or curved, but in geometric 45, 90-degree angles as it makes, a way to, uh, makes its way down. At the bottom is emblazoned well, with an upside-down hammer, the haft sticking up into the rest of the thing and mm -hmm. the head going out to either end of it. Now, those there... That is a terrifyingly good prospect for you, and it's for more than one reason, my good sir, because let me say that you are a terrifying gentleman. <laughs> Thank you, I do my best. And it's not just because of that massive double-bladed wide sword that you're carting around, but those right there, they have got some latent magic packed into them. Now, this dwarven man, he told me he talked to a wizard one time, and he had them analyzed, he had them perused, he had them dissected, 
as to what exactly they can do. And those beads, while not just looking absolutely fantastic with the whole painting that you got going on there, they are going to make you as terrifying as any man, woman, or giant monster beast has ever dreamed of being. Dude, and those right there, that is dramatic power. Do you, do you mind if I try them first before I buy them? Absolutely. Now I can tell you I have no idea how to get those into your beard, so I'm going to hope that you know how to do that one. Oh, don't worry. I do it myself all the time. I just take a couple minutes to do it. All right. So how do I turn them on? So there is uh, that little thing out there with, the, with the, that, that dwarven god hammer, that one guy that all the dwarves don't worship. If you grasp the bottom of that and you focus real hard. Squeeze it the sides just a little bit be careful because wherever you're facing bad stuff is about to happen to the people in front of you okay well who uh i should take a couple steps back who wants to volunteer <laughs> all right i'll set for this let's see what happens all right on the count of three one two beep <laughs> you kind of focus and squeeze it uh, nothing appears to happen to you, but you, who are you doing it? Both of us. Both of us. Okay, fair enough. Uh, as it comes out, it is going to hit whichever of you is closer. And, uh... Rock, tape, scissors, shoot. Me. Okay. It's gonna get rushing. And you are going to see almost a, a phantasmal emanation out of Marshall. <laughs> it's not something different. It's just the world around him seems to darken and disappear for a moment. And all you can see is Marshall and the confusion and the, the interest he has in his face is immediately placed or replaced with a dark rage. And it is terrifying. Ooh. Make me a will save. This is a fear enchantment effect, if, if that matters to you. I was about to say, am I allowed to add flavor to this? You can do whatever you want, Chief. It's, it's so on. For, for this... I would think like my skin goes from like being normal to black and molten and you even see like bits of lava peeling my beard turns into absolute fire and you see like uncomfortable like looking spikes and stuff just growing out of me. You become the forge. I become the forge. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I like it, I like it. Oh wait, it can't hit both of you actually. Both of you make me will saves. Hey! Yeah. So Yay, uh, I get to be terrified too! <laughs> so basically, future me. <laughs> I'm actually at minus two right now. Past resume has flying. regrets! <laughs> That's right. Resume, that's well says. 30. 25. Uh, resume, you are, mechanically for severity, you are frightened one with a 30, and you are frightened two with a 25. Ooh, okay. Resume will, like, start kind of getting sweat droppy Ooh. on her face. <laughs> that's that's enough, like, overwhelming fear to be yeah. debilitating. It's like it's immediately visible to everyone. Uh, yeah, and actually, Roshin's knees will kind of, like, get a little uh, wobbly, and she'll kind of, like, stagger I just a bit. look at her. I'm like, is it working? Uh, perhaps. Uh, I'm a little Roshin, nauseous. is your corset on too tight? That's amazing. I don't like uh, it. Make uh, it go away. Uh, I, I try to blink and let go of that little hammer on my beard. I'm like, uh, stop, question mark. Now the wizard did. Uh, the wizard did tell the dwarf who did tell me that that particular magic latent and that, 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 that activation, that particular power is, it's got to kind of well up. It's got to. It's got to recharge itself. It only works approximately daily or so. But even outside of that, just barren those. Can you feel the magic? Can you feel the power? I do feel a tingling in my face. I kind of feel like I have to go to the bathroom. I think there's one in the coffee house. It's okay, swallow okay. it down. Well, swallow it down. I appreciate it. Um, how much? Now that right there. <sighs> that right there has been with me on my travels. For about as long as I've been Salsartod, Salsortorium. Oh, so he's eager to get rid of it then. I don't know, I kind of got accustomed to the thing. It's it's not so much just that it is. It, this was a trade of, of friendship. 
that dwarf. I spent some time with him. We got to know each other. It was a good time. Do you even remember his good name? Comrade. I do not know. But, <laughs> but what I can tell you. We still we still ever talk sometimes. Is if I let that go for less than 900 gold pieces, he'll be spitting in the face of the gift that he gave to me. Marshall immediately digs into his uh, his his pouch and got like 650 in the common. So <laughs> if you can match it, if you can make up the rest, you can't you can... have it. Some of that money is mine. I only have like 90 gold on me right now, so uh, I probably won't be able to afford it then. We will probably have to come back for it later. Um, he, he slowly starts taking them out of his beard. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a little short on cash at the moment. Could you put it to the side for me until I get some more? Well, I have good news. That's been with me for years of my travels, and I imagine pending someone like you coming along to pick it up, it's going to be with me for years to come. Don't worry, buddy. Marshall, my friend, my favorite customer. South Sword Todd, South Sword Poirier. We got these beard swords in a special place for you. <sighs> beard swords. <laughs> I don't know if the day is wearing on me or it's the fight. Marshall's just like sitting there confused, like, what? <laughs> now, you would be able, I know that recently you have been on a wide amount of adventures and have acquired a wide amount of assorted plus one, plus one striking various weapons and general purpose loot that you don't want. South Sartata South Sword Portium is always happy to put forth some trades. So, you would be able to do... I assume you've been tracking the things that you have used. Yes. Yeah, I've got the whole spreadsheet. Yeah, the spreadsheet has been updated. Anything that you want to offload with him, uh, pretty much without exception, unless it's particularly extravagantly strange, he is going to be able to uh, find a place for. Uh, I don't know if you have any loot at the moment that is, like, books. Uh, we do, do have some books. But magical trinkets. Uh... Do we have, no, we don't Did we already sell it? Uh, we do have non-magical uh, the books I'm team. The books I'm keeping. Right, but That's they're weapons, weapons and armor. Weapons and armor, so I will always take. Those are wedge swords and flat yep. swords. The books I'm keeping, so books don't worry about it. In. That's well, fine, I'm uh, keeping they, them. No, no, so, so there's the ritual book, which we are keeping, because we don't trust the public with but it. But also... There's like the nine volumes of... Mahathala lore, how to be a cultist. Yeah, not interested no, 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 in I'm that. very interested in those. Why are you interested in those? For historical reasons, I want to study them later. You're not a nerd, Good. you don't understand. Which is fine, because Sal doesn't want those anyway. Okay. But, uh, but anything that's weapons, armor, potions, no. magical items. Did we already sell the uh, the adamantine armor and the hand axe? Or I, I that's mean, what we're doing right now. This is what we're doing right now. Doing right like now the calculations, I did them all ahead of time, don't take up showtime with it. Because we have pre-spreadsheeted, so we don't have to sit here and do a bunch of book math on values and whatnot for an hour of our and, uh, I just couldn't remember. Sorry. I'm keeping my dreamstone, but you don't have to keep yours if you don't want to. Oh, no, no. Oh, wait, technically, I'm, I'm still wearing it. Would he have corrosive uh, long range swords? Uh, he would definitely have corrosive runes. Uh, corrosive arrow. Corrosive arrows? Yeah. Let me... It's a consumable. It just does 1d8 damage to armor, and if they're not wearing armor, it does it to them directly. Just a special arrow. Let me era. take a look. Are they expensive? 70 gold. I'm paying for it myself. 70, 70 gold, gold a piece? Each? Yeah. 70 gold a piece. He would have three of those, yes? I just want to buy one. Okay, cool. He could absolutely give you one for 70 gold pieces. That's just for my personal use. And it just does a D8? It does a D8 to armor, ignoring hardness. It's Interesting. Okay. You, you put it on someone, they bleed, their armor starts to break, you D8 come back later. Persistent damage to oh, the armor. Oh, persistent. Yeah. That's yeah. a little better. That's, if they don't have any armor, you also put it to them. So 
It's either D8 persistent damage to. It's not 70 gold for a D8. That, I was gonna that say, would be ridiculous. Like, 70 gold for one D8's damage. Plink. <laughs> it's like you might as well just like throw the coins at him. Mm -hmm. Probably get more return for value because I mean you could throw seven thousand coppers at them. <laughs> Certainly going to add up to more than one. Just put it in damage. a sock. Or better yet, yeah, just somebody. beat him with a sock. <laughs> or better yet, yeah, just fling one in the air and have Nolly just go. <laughs> That's 7,000 Nolly shots. So you can literally shoot money at people. She could shoot Tennyson Tower down to the ground with it. Yep. You know, I've done that before. It's actually more satisfying than you would think. Knocking <laughs> a tower down with pennies? No, shooting people with money. That did not make less questions. I'm incredibly exhausted. has very terrible applications if you get into it. But with your spreadsheets, what all are we doing? Like all right. Maybe the Cliff Notes version? Sure. Here, comrade, because we prepped this in advance. Cliff Notes version of this is going to be, um, so for, uh, we're selling the Tasty Cauldron, if you'll take it. If not, I'll sell it somewhere else. He, you know, he is a traveling man. He would be perfectly, he would get some use out of a tasty cauldron. It's that is delicious. a long-term investment. It says so. It says so. It says, it says so. so. Right, right there. there. It's delicious. Uh, we have three plus one flails, three braces of javelins, two plus one striking kukris. Um, also, I'm just listing all the loot. Some of those things are getting put elsewhere. That's fine. Uh, two, uh, a single plus two potency rune, a plus one short bow, a plus one striking great club, two chain shirts, an adamantine battle axe, a ritual book that we're not selling, a plus one resilient adamantine breastplate, a sack of valuables from Cypress Point that we're going to be nice and not sell. <laughs> yes. Because we're yes. not criminals. And yes. then, and then yes. we have Marshall's old potency rune plus one on his axe that he's replacing with that plus two. Yep. Um, Roshin's going to walk out with a cold iron morning star, which is plus one in striking. So okay. backup weapon. I'm tired of walloping things that are resistant to slashing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's are long swords not versatile piercing? Uh, long swords are bastard swords are not. Oh right, use a bastard yeah. sword because yep, I got that is kind I like of to, slashing exclusive. I there. like to two hand it. There's no reason it's slashing exclusive except for game balance. That's fair. Um, two vials of silver sheen, which is I guess a shiny sword paste. Um, I'm gonna transfer that extra resilient rune we have to my armor, so I'm keeping that one. Uh, I'd like to pick up two Owlbear Claws because um, I don't get weapon spec because Oracles don't get that. And I'm keeping my Dreamstone. Eleonora is going to get, keep one of those plus one striking Kukris, stick a Ghost Touch Rune on it because damn you ghosts. I learned. Damn I learned quickly. Damn you ghosts. So, uh, okay. Oh, do you want me to just keep going? Yeah, if you get more. We're going we're gonna to cover all this for the audience's sake. Oh yeah, there you go. So we're gonna also. get a, we're gonna take one of those extra striking runes, put it on your light hammer, which I guess you've also got runed up with other fancy things. Yeah, got a throwing hammer. Uh, it comes back. But he also had a throwing hammer. It didn't come back. Oh, this <laughs> come back. It, yeah, it was a sad point of uh, contention. He's gone for the rest of the fight. Yeah. But don't worry. Uh, silver sheen for you too, um, and then lots of healing potions, which are drinkable swords, drinkable he healy swords, stitching swords. Uh, five lesser elixirs of life and three moderate elixirs of life. You promised me that you have uses for them, so there you go. Uh, He's going to hold you to that. He's going to come for you if you don't have a good use for all those potions. Uh, no, I'm just going to go like, well, well, still got all those potions, eh? <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Um, Weirdo. Why are you like this? Why, why, why are you like we're this? We're keeping the potency room plus two for Marshall, taking out the plus one, selling that one. Uh, Resume, you're keeping the ritual book, keeping your dreamstone too. True Sheik, uh, we're buying you a goggles of night if he has them. Eye cover swords, nighttime eye swords. Goggles of night, he would not have. We can. We'll get those, those later. 
You are in a major city yeah. though, so. And uh, then a uh, vanishing coin, which is an armor talisman, which he may have. Talisman. have body, we'll have an armor body sword button. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, obviously the arrow that I paid for myself. Correct, and then your charisma. Now, question: You are aware that moving these runes around takes a day of downtime, right? It takes a day of downtime, which we're probably going to have somebody do for us, and also additional ten percent of the cost of the rune, which is factored into my additional cost column. Of we the have three people. We, we have three people capable of making. <laughs> I'm the sorry, I questioned your spreadsheet, good sir. You, uh... Squid. No, no, nothing to apologize about. I get to actually. Get I, I get to discuss the features <laughs> of my spreadsheet. This makes me very happy. So, what does that leave us left over with? Cash-wise, yeah. uh, well, before we started spending a bunch of stuff, we had an extra, we had surplus of uh, 1,650 gold, nine silver, and five copper. We just spent 909, nine, we just spent 999 on an additional plus two potency road, which is going to go to our other party striker, I'd imagine. Hi. Hi, I hit people. Hi. How do you think? <laughs> and uh, I, I, this is just all social capital I'm building up when I want myself a moderate sturdy shield. Let's <laughs> give it to me. Yep. Just let you know how much we're spending on everybody else. And as usual, it's fair. I don't need anything. And as usual, the caster is just kind of like you know, pff, you hello, freaking people who need your. I imagine gear. needing magical items like a peasant. I bought dresses. I'm happy. I bought dresses. And uh, there's also one other thing that I don't know if you factored into that actually. Mm. Uh, we're so glad to be caught up in time for fire and blood. We should start building up to that, giving me a villain point. This is this second villain point factored into your spreadsheet? Can I get money for it? No. Then, <laughs> effectively, I suppose it is then. <laughs> oh, God, I love Microsoft Excel. It's so beautiful. Technically, that's Google Sheets. Yep. Which is yeah, I say, what was the last good. time somebody used Microsoft Excel? I, every day. Every day. What does it do that Google Sheets doesn't do? Uh, lots of stuff Everything. that you wouldn't think about until you need them. Macros. It does macros. You can, there's actually a Visual Basic I'm editor built in Microsoft Excel. Macros. They are macros. They are they have like painful. baby, baby They have macros. baby macros. They have they have like micros. Okay. Anyway. Micros you know what is back in the spreadsheet? Roshin getting a hero. Oh. 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 You have none. I do have none. That's not on the spreadsheet. It is now. Here you go, buddy. That's not buddy. That's Roshin. Take that. It's Sal Sartar. He calls everybody buddy. buddy That's Roshin, true. Dalrin. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know if Chad can see it, but we have, by the skull in the background here, there's so. no way they can make out what that is, because it's not in focus either. Cause the focus Matter of fact, I put my hand under There is a tiny miniature graveyard over there. There is. It's there is. That has three miniatures in it right now. Because he has them, and I want them, and there's still some money left over, out of the the party chair, I want to get a, a second one of those corrosive arrows. Sure, 70. seventy more gold. I. Do we already sell my breastplate? I don't remember. We yeah. totally, I, effectively, we have. Okay. We so sold we, your well, breastplate. No, no, Salsa Tard bought it. So yes, we actually did. Okay. And, no money, but here is a hero point, Roshin. Jayazo, throw another one in there, rewarding this man for his meticulous note taking. I maintain that there is, I have no idea, because I, I sent you the picture, so I'm aware of what, you, I just literally sent you a picture of your notebook so you could make this, which means that you apparently can read what's written in there. <laughs> I, I could read most of it. 
That's because you are you guys are aliens. Anyone who can read his handwriting See, is an alien. Technically, I don't read my handwriting. The squiggles just kind of tickle my brain to remind me what I was thinking about when that's I made them. I feel like that's how written communication works. Yeah, but it doesn't tickle other people's brains. To be just fair, mine. I could kind of read it, but that's Mine's only because of need either. But yours is legible. Like I can read yours. You just write like a kindergartner. Like. Six. I was raised Look, by two doctors, so... Blade Tiger is right. You come for the RPG gameplay, you stay for the spreadsheets. Two perception, Pathfinder experience. Uh, wrapping all of that up, these exchanges, taking probably the better part of at least half an hour with the sun well and truly set, and night taking over, the crickets spreading their song throughout the, uh, throughout the streets as everything becomes fairly quiet around as... Everyone's heading to bed. Oh, speaking of bed. The group of you, I imagine, will be making your way back around to the Alulis Inn to rest, oh. recuperate, and to plan. It was a long day. It was. It felt like it lasted weeks. It Fall really did. Wait a minute. You guys staying here, too? Oh, what a coincidence. I've never seen you. How? What? We haven't spent a lot of time inside, really. We've been wandering about the city, getting into trouble. I can be invisible. I do believe this is only second time I have used front door. Oh, oh that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Let's give you walk into the entryway to the dining area where they've got the bar and a couple of tables set up. That's pretty largely empty at this point in night. Is this near the docks is fairly tourist. Your regular drinking crowd isn't really stopping into the hotel bar. To get their alcohol usually is not how it goes. Uh, so it's actually pretty barren, save for one couple uh, quietly conversing in the corner and the barman behind the bar. Fairly large, bald-headed, tanned man with nothing, no hair visible, save for the eyebrows and one big old bushy mustache. Doesn't go much further down below his lips. Polishing off some glasses and work on it as a stack on the counter. He looks up. Oh! Hey, welcome back. Even oh wait, uh, one moment. One of you is whose name was this in? Yeah, he, uh, puts the mug down, picks up a ledger, puts it on the counter. Uh, Roshin. Yes. Uh, message courier came by for you earlier. Courier came by for me. Oh, fascinating. Let's see what they sent to me. Whoever it was. Uh, who maybe it's, who maybe, knows I'm here? Maybe it's a love letter. I suppose I haven't exactly quiet with my activities. Anyway, so oh, what the couriers are for trying to find people and drop off messages and whatnot. Resume's going to unabashedly read it over your shoulder. Fair enough. <laughs> As you open it up, it looks in kind of a uh, <laughs> explodes and you die. This so, hair straight back. You uh, it's very brief, written in a sort of rushed, sketched hand uh, that you wouldn't immediately recognize, but the sign at the bottom, of course, gets across uh, who it's from. I have bad news, friends. Seems public sentiment sentiment in town isn't exactly in our favor right now, and perhaps my diplomatic mission is going to have to wait. I truly do appreciate your companionship and the journey here, helping me to arrive and your assistance, and your, if nothing more, lending a kind ear. Perhaps our paths may cross again someday. Zavrik Blackcloak. Oh, it's our ambassador friend. Uh, he's, um... Found the need to make himself scarce, it seems. Uh, likely from all of the demons and devils uh, kicking in the door to the city, trumpeting off about how Nadal is coming to take everybody away. As the bartender, as he picks his, his glass back up, goes back to polish it. Oh, Nadal, 
You heard about that? Yes, we were intimately involved. Yes, indeed. Uh, rumor gets around, you understand. Rumor gets around real fast, especially when it's pertaining to something useful. It's cold iron, I tell you. Cold iron? Yes, cold iron. What's cold iron? Well, I know what it is, but are we speaking metaphorically? Oh, it's whatever this news is. Uh, racking through about the dolls sending in devils and demons and whatnot to route through the streets. and I'm sure the town criers will be out about it tomorrow once they've had time to repair the messages. It's all come back to cold iron. Fellerock. Lord Fellerock? Uh, uh, we're, we're from out of town. Oh, Lord Fellerock owns uh, about damn near all the... Cold iron mines anywhere near Kentargo brings all the shipments in. Warp cage, red banded shield, eyes and arm. All of them get their cold iron from Fort Federock. Ah, likely that's where this came from. And what's good business for selling cold iron? Rumors of demons and devils and whatnot run through the streets, all I'm saying. Huh. You got, you got to follow the money. I like you very much. That is an excellent train of thought. Wake up, Kentargo! <laughs> Perhaps would be worth looking into. Mm, yes, a suspicious man is worth his weight in gold. Um, I'll actually uh, flip him a silver. Uh, thank you, but it's my pleasure, really. Anything I can help, just... You gotta you got come at these things with some degree of a skeptical mind. But most people don't. You're a wise one, lass. All the words that are coming out of the town criers for anything... Paid for by someone. That's certainly true. Um, may I ask you another question since you're here? Um, do you know of. Have you heard of the goings on up on Kite Hill today? I suspect that's what he's discussing about right now. I've heard nothing about Kite Hill, right? Specific. That was what I was getting at. Oh, fascinating. Just got rumors of some kind of shadowy Nidalee's army. Marching on the town, ready to throw demons all wet ways asunder. Nonsense. It's all cold iron. Hmm. It's all cold iron, as he says. No, you have to follow the money. Hmm. Well, ever since Ravenel declared its independence and came through, it's not the Nidalee's empire that's really been suffering. They're not the ones that are really up in arms about it. But weapons, arms and armor, ain't selling half as well now, are they? Hmm. No, they're not. The military-industrial complex. Well, makes Chelyax works, works with devils quite frequently. They're large buyers of cold iron. Fellow Rock needs to get his sales. What's a lot to do with that is coin? Starve. Look awful. That's a great way to lose an entire import business. Cold iron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I found myself incredibly exhausted. Um, oh. Good night, y'all. Roshin, what's tomorrow? Trapes off. I've a bit lost track, actually. Tomorrow's a uh, Sunday. Last of Gaza, I believe. Oh, there you have it. <sighs> tomorrow is not going to be a good day. Can I get you a lot of drink before you head to bed? Taps are still on. Marshall, will you share one with me? I will share. have I'll two. I'll grab an entire barrel and drink it. Barrel <laughs> coppers each. I'll get you with whatever you want, me lad. Done. I'll get this round. You get the next. <sighs> Resume will throw down four. He pulls out a, a couple from his, from his clean pile here. Fills them up from the uh, the ale tap he's got and lays them all out. The tourists coming into town and kind of can't go up to business real awful late. Well, see, at night shows. Yeah, something of a start. Uh, really tied up with business a bit. 
weren't able to get in as as, quick, as soon as we'd like. Oh. Ella comes back around. Can I get a can I get a bottle and glass shot glass for the room? No. Are you looking for a wine, a whiskey? Whiskey. Absolutely. Silver piece. And she flips him one. He pulls out a square, stout little bottle full of an amber liquid and a shot glass along with it up top of the cork. It's, there you go, it. miss. You know, drink it. drinking's always better with company if you're going to be taking a spot of the pure with you. Ah, I think I might just take it in private for now. As you wish, but um, you have good taste. If you have a change of mind, we're always good drinking buddies, I promise. <laughs> I, I believe you 100%. And that's not a good nap. I understand. Tomorrow will be a good day. I'm going to have to upgrade. I'll take two shots of whiskey as well. Or do you want some of my stress? Me, you're, you're moving awfully quickly. You need to. We need you clear-headed tomorrow. I don't want to be clear-headed tomorrow, particularly, but I suppose you're right. We have an entire tower to kick the door in. Uh, metaphorically speaking, of course. <laughs> tomorrow is never a good day. So we're not kicking doors in. <laughs> no, we're going to be going to bed. Marshall just gets sad as he drinks more of his beer. Marshall, I want to talk to you. What's that? Well, we've been together for well, probably not terribly long, maybe a week, week and a half. Just dropping everything. Are you all okay over there? No, absolutely <laughs> not. That was a serious He's just dropping everything, dude. He's very fidgety Whoa, today, and I keep dropping bus, things. Derp. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Well, uh, you've told us your story back in the Dreamgate uh, rest area, and I've seen you fight. Um, I've seen a lot of men fight, actually, in my time. Uh, they all fight for different things, uh, for the glory of the revolution. Uh, some of them are fighting uh, for revenge. Um, and, and some men, they fight just because they want a way out. And uh, your story is a tragedy one. It's one of tragedy, and I see the way you fight. You throw yourself into a combat. Your story is very sad. Are yeah. you all right, Marshal? Ah, as long as I got a full belly and some beer in my mug, I'm happy. Uh, I've heard those lines before as well. Your father's... It can't be easy to have to put your own father down. I know, but unfortunately I had to do what I had to do. He was a monster more than me. <laughs> That being said, I don't think I, I'm not sure if I'd had someone to do it myself if that were the case. All I'm saying is, there are people who care about you, Marshall. You have to take care of yourself. Ah, oh, I appreciate it. I wouldn't make those clan daggers for our family if I didn't think so as well. It, uh, it makes me it makes me happy to be carrying one. It makes me feel better about you. Good. I'm glad he just puts his arm over you. Now come on. Pulls out his private drinking horn like, let's get this party started, eh? <laughs> you're a good man, Marshall. Marshall, if you're going to get inebriated, you should let me get inebriated with you. Ah, pull up a glass, Missy. I'll pour you some tea. Rosemary, you're already there. I could basically push you off uh, the bar stool right now. And he, go, and he looks over at Trishy. After the chick, you want a piece of this? Not for tonight. We'll be doing important things tomorrow. I'll be holding your hair at this rate. Don't be scared. Just, just... I can see two of me. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to switch to water. <laughs> he just uh, puts a cup on the table. You know, there used to be two of me. I'm going to move. <laughs> Every time I look down, I would see two. And now there's only one. It's very sad. Well, what happened? My brother died. Oh, I'm very sorry. He was my twin. Oh. I'm sorry, Missy. Yeah, it was 
Well, it happened twice, which I think is vastly unfair. I think I should only have to mourn once, if you know what I mean. I mean, you lose someone, and they're gone, and then they're back, and then they're gone again. Uh, quick question for you, Missy. Was your brother, was he a fancy, you know, magic user like yourself, or...? Well, he wasn't really a person, per se. He was more like a... It's very complicated. Suffice to say, yes, he was a druid. Oh, I've run into a couple of those. One turned into a bear and wrestled me. It was fun. <sighs> he used to be able to turn into, well, many things, really. But mostly he was just my best friend. And now... He's gone, and I'm always alone. I mean, I know I'm with you all, but it feels like I'm alone, and I don't like it. Well, let me tell you from personal experience. He sits down his mug, starts digging his pocket, pulls out these very worn-out-looking beads with a couple of, like, gray and brown hairs still in them. You know what this is? Those look like they came out of someone's head. Those are the beads from my mother's weaves. I hold on to him, dear, after she got slaughtered by my monster of a father. And you know what I remember? No matter how much I miss her, I know she's always in here. And that's all that matters. Well, that's the problem. He was in here. And now he's not. He's nowhere. He's a tree, she'll say. And then she'll pass right out on the <laughs> table. He, he, Marshall just backs up from the Goes. <laughs> I'll have to be holding her hair in the middle of the night. He doesn't know it. Poor girl. <sighs> Should I carry her out of the room, then? I guess we'd better. I carefully throw her over my shoulder and just walk <laughs> Carefully <up>. throw. <laughs> Roisin will steady her <laughs> as you're walking up the stairs. I'm a barbarian. That's what I do. Do you think a brother's actually a tree, or do you think that was a druidy metaphor? No, I, I, I believe it. Like I said, I, my, one of my good friends was a, was a druid, and he turned into lots of weird things. Lots I of weird things. I believe from what I've seen, he was indeed a physical tree. Perhaps well, she just needs a. Maybe she just needs a memento to carry around for a bit. Uh, she carries a lot of mementos with her. Don't a get lot her of, sapling. A lot of lost companions. Well, maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, what kind of tree is it? Does it have pine cones? Uh, I don't know. It, it it depends on the druid, I think. Does it have fruit? Does does do, does, do any do any apples grow on it? I don't know. It? Well, I can tell you one thing. My 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 one friend, who was a druid that I used to you know pal around with and grow up with. Uh, he was a gnome. He was a gnome druid. His name was Birch. And, uh, well, was he... his name actually Birch? Yes, his name was actually Birch, and ironically, he did turn into a birch tree at one point. Just to prove that he could, just because, you know, no reason. I'm like, why? But then, you know, like I said, he was a very strange individual, but very useful in the fact. I'm positive he named himself Birch just after the fact, once he realized he could turn into a well, birch tree. he was, he said, he, he was a little, okay, you think I'm crazy, but he was raised by a pack of squirrels, so... It does sound like a druid. Huh. <laughs> so they are a bit nutty. The group of you. Did you think I wasn't gonna say it? I I'm, tried to stop. <laughs> I'm incredibly exhausted in the other room. He's just dead. <laughs> He's just flying. I was about to say. I thought you were in bed already oh, by Lord. now. Oh Corpse. no. You're gonna be a make your way up to your rooms, helping Resme as necessary, and at least lay her down and rest for the evening. Uh, to awaken the following morning on a moon day, not even Sunday. It's a day later than the barkeep thinks it is. Oh. Uh, okay. Maybe to, he's been accessing also, his taps a little too much. Yeah, there you go. Also, not to 
not to hijack more stuff, but uh, just in the middle of the night, actually, Roshin will just kind of get up um, uh, and and just take her Dreamstone off and put it to the side and take the um, the clear remnants of the Heartstone and just kind of hold those to her, um, hold it to her as she goes to sleep. Um, maybe a bit uh, a bit regretful that uh, her one contact with her mother was gone so quickly. Oh. And Resume, why don't you make me a will save? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although I also have a dreamstone on me, so I don't have to make that much. I don't have to get that much sleep. That is true. You could just hear yeah, partial like, what, snoring hours? throughout the yeah. Entire. It's only two hours. It's only two hours. Make me a will save. Um, that's gonna be a uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, as you rest, this is the first time Resume's like really gone in on the drinking, and it <laughs> it hits. It survived pretty hard. You, not even the power of the Dreamstone can penetrate <laughs> the mire that is Resme's consciousness at this point. Jeez. And you basically lay down, well, you pass down a bar <laughs> to nothing. No dreams, no thoughts, nothing. It's not even like a snap, your eyes are closed, it's the next morning. So much as you, you actually feel like you are just sat in an infinite void, in this morass of just darkness. Immobile, unthinking, stuck. Hmm. This, this feels like it could have lasted days, weeks, even, before finally the split in that darkness side of your pillow finally shows up in your vision as you awaken the next morning utterly exhausted you're not sure whether drinking is just the worst idea you've ever had <laughs> if that was something else entirely you are fatigued um resume will um awaken and her pillow will be um wet and there will be tear streaks um, on her cheeks, and she'll just kind of brush them away. Um, for the first time when she wakes up that you've ever seen, like she usually wakes up looking like she went to sleep a supermodel. Mm -hmm. Like she just wakes up and her makeup is perfect and everything looks amazing and her hair and her skin are all shiny. Resme looks like she crawled through the mud and a desert and didn't drink anything and she looks dehydrated and there are bags under her eyes <laughs> and she hey, wakes up <laughs> <laughs> and uh she looks awful oh happy birthday to me yes happy birthday to you indeed drink some water next time before you pass out i guess i'm 20 now Happy birthday to Resme. <laughs> I know what the cure of this. He God, pulls out I a giant hate my plate. birthday. Just assorted like bacon, ham, breads, cheeses. I'm going to. <laughs> She'll run. I'm going to go hold her hair. Oh, I'm not going to let this go to waste. Oh. Yeah. Mage hand holds my own hair. <laughs> What benefit of being a sorcerer? Can you enunciate in time before? <laughs> <laughs> so, difficult morning, notwithstanding. 
what are your plans for the day party? Well, and I want to move some runes around. Every rune you want to move is a day of crafting for someone. Well, I've got to go buy some goggles and take Marshall by the constabulary and then get to crafting because I've got to transfer some runes. Transferring a rune is a downtime activity that is your day. Like that is. I don't have like an hour. That is what you are doing because if we are, if we are doing downtime, we yeah. are in. We'll transition over to downtime mode, and your downtime activity for today will be moving a rune. Uh, if we want to move those runes today. Well, I guess we're moving runes today then. Yep. I was uh, about to say, I think we, we already put the other rune on my axe, right? Because, yeah, that's, we, we sold the old one. Then we are. We yeah. have the new one. Yeah. But you uh, you need to do the swap. Oh, okay. Mechanically, I'll... perhaps you would have done that. This is an exchange you'll make with Salazar Todd later because it's even takes a day to trade them. Okay. So also, uh, it's probably on your spreadsheet, the 10% of the cost of the rune for anything you're moving. It's not coming from a runestone. Yep. So, Trishik is going to spend today upgrading the potency of Marshall's axe. Someone else can just go by the I was about to say, I can do it myself too. Can't I? Yeah, well, we, we have more than one rune. We, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we that need makes to sense. Transfer. Duh. My bad. So I've got to put one on yours if you wanted or if you wanted to do your own and I could get started on one of yours. Yeah, I'll do my own. You I could, could help with that because there's two different weapons we got to work on. Marshall will work to transfer the runes onto his own axe. Kashyyyk will try and get that potency rune onto Eleanor's sword. And I guess I'll take the other one. Okay, and so... Um, I need a resiliency rune transferred onto my armor. Runes! Are you a crafter at all? I am not. Are you a crafter at all? <laughs> no. So it we sounds like you have, you have three crafters and more than three runes craft that you're wanting so. to move. It yeah. seems like we need to make the make use of some of the city's fine craftsmen to go and transfer these runes for us. That is something that the two of you could absolutely do. Going into town, finding the goggles for Trishik, spending the day trying to source exactly what he wants. I need to fix my shield, too. It's trying to get busted. your shield fixed. I could do trying that to with get a the, little bit of work. The stuff transitioned over. That's so you'll, you'll be going through the streets of Cantargo on business. So as Rasheen and Eleonora are going to head into town, Olga will just go around the table with the crafting checks first. Uh, Trishik... After a moon day's work, transferring a potency rune, give me your crafting check. That's 17. Yeah. Uh, 33. For the 33, you would fairly easily, you are quite an accomplished craftsman, be able to, or you're not doing the, the axe, you're doing Eleanor's sword. sword. Eleanor's, so you're yeah. leaving your sword with him as you go yep. to town. Yeah. Uh, you would be able to pretty easily get that potency upgrade onto Eleanor's blade. So it's now a plus two striking elven curve sword. Marshall, you want to give me yours, turn up, raise your own axe. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Is that a one? Yes. That's a one and a session reroll. I thought you learned. Much better. Uh, that's going to be a, where's my crafting? It's under the seas. 28. Uh, I can 28. Map. You're not, you're more smithing. Forging, moving runes is sometimes a part of that, but it's not so much your specialty. That yeah. said, you are no slouch. You are also able to get the plus two potency rune. Yeah, it uh, takes me a little extra yeah. work to do you it, but I get the rune back. swapped. So uh, for both of you, you would have a plus one striking rune on the weapon that you pulled it off of, or the other one came on a runestone, so on a runestone. Because I, I think I gave my old one th that was on my axe to one of you guys. No, like selling that could be part of what they do. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 we sold it. We didn't. Okay, uh, never mind. I kept the re resiliency, the extra resiliency run off right, the right, right, right. And Resume, what are you working towards? Um, I guess I was doing the one into the yours? 
Hey, you could do the you plus do one Eleanor's into the hammer. I'll do Eleanor's hammer. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Eleanor's hammer. That's okay. fine. This is just a plus one. Because I'm hammered, so it makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's a, this is literally just a plus one potency, and I'm not it's a, positive you should strike him around. is very nice. Oh, it's striking? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's going to be a... I'm not convinced you can fail this. Uh, it's a 36. Yeah, it's striking. That's almost a double critical success. Striking is like a third level runes. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure like they had the big rolls. The plus two potency runes are big boy runes. Yeah. That one, those are intricate, difficult to work with, and definitely far more complex than any rune that either of you have ever worked with before. Uh, as a um, master craftsman, it was no uh, tough challenge. No, yeah, you you did. You, you cleared it. <laughs> Not by like a huge, you didn't critically succeed, but they did clear it. You barely got in there. Yeah, I know. And Roisin and Eleanor will head into town to use the services of the good city of Kintargo to repair your shield, apply a rune to your armor, and... Ghost touch to my kukri. Ghost touch to your kukri and pick up some goggles for Jashik. Just head out into the streets and towards the grander markets more on the eastern side of town. So. Would I have enough time after I put switch my runes over to go meet up with... Uh, was it Noi that I would meet up with to pick up the spear, possibly, or do I have to? You just need to go with anybody who has I, a face. I, I, say, okay. I think we can probably pick it up for you. Constabulatory too, also yeah. place we can go. Okay, that yeah. that works. As you yeah. head out and take the main thoroughfare east through Kintargo towards the main markets, closer to the bridge on the other side of town, uh, you do pass pretty quickly a town crier standing at one of the major intersections of the docks. Actually, not far devils from Sunset. Devils here, get your devils here. Not, not, not far <laughs> from Sunset Imports. Ringing a bell, calling out to all the listen. Hear ye, hear ye. The good people of Kintago heed this public safety message from the Silver Council. Avoid the deepest shadows. The grasps of Nadal reach down to snuff the new light of freedom we have lit in our fair city. Protect yourselves, protect your loved ones. Be cautious of the teachings of Zon Kuthon or any allied with him who, who bear the blessings of Nadal and its umbered courts. And uh, this goes on for some time through the... Uh, I'm the cold iron. Cold iron. <laughs> I'm incredibly exhausted again. <laughs> As you make your way out to get some work done. So you have to pay 10% of the runes cost to swap it. If yep. you're gonna pay somebody to do it, mm -hmm. it's gonna be another 10%. Uh, okay. So you're basically paying 20% of the runes cost to have somebody move a it. Like actually, that's not true. 10% and then another 10% again is not 20%. It's an additional 10% It is, it's additively. Yes. It's not 10%. Because the, the difficulty of the yeah, the difficulty of the task is determined on the Oh, so you oh it's if you're doing additive, you're not yes, doing 10%. 10 percent and 10%. So, so okay. another just like basically double whatever that fee was for the Got ghost it. touch and for the resilient yeah. rune. So ghost touch is actually flat out purchased, which will come on a rune stone. So there's no So you're only paying the 10%. We're only paying the, the 10% for the business, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's see that's for the service, seven rather. and a half. Transfer resilient rune. That's a 34, so 34 plus 7.5, and 41.5. Any other thing we have to do today? Getting your shield repaired is just going to be a few silvers. Okay, so like, 42. Like literally two silver. Okay, I'm so glad. 42 gold, and we, we're set. I'm glad someone's good at math. Now, I want, uh, there's also the goggles that you wanted? 150. That's already factored in. Okay, cool. That's already factored in. Yep. Then. All right, and you will be able to pick those up fairly easily. Those are not a very high level, fairly common item. Nice. Wouldn't be hard to find in the great markets of markets of Kintargo. Fifth level item, nothing special. And finally, you would stop by the constabulatory. Uh, coming inside the building with the entryway flanked with pretty large white pillars with a single stripe 
of thick silver up the front of each of them, uh, flanking an ornate oaken doorway. You head inside to a very large atrium with plentiful seating along the walls, uh, strangely shaped, almost rounded, uh, octagonal, around a large central desk, sectioned into various uh, partitions, staffed by different workers within the area. And the visitors is immediately the first. You would approach and inquire into the state of the spirit. You would learn a few things, as they would easily be able to uh, verify to the guard stories and the guards who have been on site yesterday that you are, in fact, the people who are there, and, well, that you're not some kind of Shadow to Doll operative here. <laughs> the spear was recovered. It is a gigantic long spear. And while it is constantly still uh, holds a bit of chill to a chill touch to it, the metal is always cold. I haven't tried exploding it to flame or anything. Uh, they have had one of their mages look it over. It does actually appear to be non-magical. Mm. Uh, whatever an enchantment is clinging to it, they believe is a latent effect of the devil that had bore it rather than any native magic of the spear itself. Mm. Uh, they will not give it to you, but it does not seem like it's... I mean, it is a large long spear. If you wanted a large long spear, that's not... You go through another work cage and get that pretty easily. It does not natively have that ice magic. Darn. Oh, well. That's, I figured I'd try, at least. And after a day of crafting, a day of repair and work throughout Kentargo... A day of successful crafting. day of successful crafting, yeah. All, all it could successes. have been a completely wasted. All successes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was actually not confident you were both going to succeed at moving plus two potency runes. But you did good. The group of you, I imagine, can reconvene once more to rest for a final night. And this toil day, perhaps, brings us to Tennyson Tower. But you know what else it brings us to? Our midstream break. Absolutely correct. When you slept... This evening, readying your spells and preparing your magic to siege whatever the holdings of the Scarlet Triad here in the city are. Also, would you stop by Lady Cora's school at all, or are you just kind of actually eh, fine? We we did we would have definitely checked in yeah. at least. We were, we were busy with most of the day, but we would have at Roshin least... completely forgot about that. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Um, Resume probably in, wouldn't have I, taken as long as they would, because I'm just... probably did not go. I'm doing a very simple rune, and I got, like, almost a double critical success. It I'm fairly certain I had a moment. You could certainly stop by there before you went into the tower proper. It doesn't hardly add anything to your journey. Uh, you would sleep, ready yourselves. Resume again, even without drinking. Your night would be dreamless, the strange black sleep, and you would awaken the following morning, again fatigued. Hmm. Hey, Roshin. Oh, you look awful again. You haven't been drinking in the middle of the night, did you? No, I don't think it's that. I don't. My soul doesn't feel right. Well, your face doesn't look right either. And I love you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honesty, dear friend. Take a break. <laughs> hey, you know what sucks? Your face! You know, I'm feeling real depressed. Your face looks depressed, too. <laughs> Wake up, feel free to stand up, refill your drink, stretch your legs. Yep. We're going to run to the bathroom, get some snacks. Enjoy. So. Uh, Roshin... I haven't been sleeping very well. 
I can see that. At first, I thought it was just because, you know, anniversary of your brother's death or something like that, but, uh... Nope. Birth. Twins. My birthday's his birthday. Oh, of course. Well, uh, at any rate, it doesn't explain the day after. You weren't even drinking. No, I was just crafting all day. I suppose I could be a bit exhausting, but, uh... It's not exhausting compared to what we normally do, and I normally sleep just fine. Hmm. Um... Hold still a moment. Um, Roisin's going to cast Read Aura and try to take a look at her to see if there's something weird going on. Because um, that, that's weird that it's kind of hit her out of nowhere today. Okay. That's fair. Um, why don't you hit me with a perception check? Don't hit him with the die. That's pretty good. Uh, that's a 34. A 34. I mean, Resume is a sorcerer. She has literal magic in her blood. And uh, it's, if there's any other kind of aura that is over her, anything hanging over or infecting her, it's not obvious. Mm. Uh, you don't immediately detect any sort of latent auras or spells or magic that could be causing this. Uh, and the fatigue itself appears to be entirely natural, entirely physical. Mm. Uh, there's, there's nothing... As you're reading Ara and kind of inspecting her, you can see all the telltale signs that she's just not getting a good night's sleep. Uh, it's not like it's a magically imbued, like there's no fatigue here to be dispelled. She just didn't sleep well and she's tired. Resume, it just looks like you haven't been getting a good night's sleep. Um, that Dexter Dreamstone you had, um, have you tried sleeping with that? I always sleep with it. That's why I'm so confused. I haven't had a bad night's sleep since I started sleeping with it. Well, my stone seems to be working just fine. I don't know. Maybe I got myself into a funk thinking about things I can't change. I I don't usually, but I... I mean, there's one thing to be in a bad attitude, in a bad place in your head, but the magic of the Dreamstone, Desna's people went and put that together. It's the Lady of Dreams herself is supposed to make sure you get a good night's sleep if you have that thing. So, look, all I'm saying is that mine seemed to work just fine. Why don't you try sleeping with this one? Maybe. Or maybe it just can't counter losing almost every friend you've ever had in a period of a couple of days. Resume, I've buried a lot of friends and family in my time. I can still get a good night's sleep with these things. All right, I guess we can try switching. Maybe this one just doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> Maybe it's not my color. Though. I always thought, thought of you more of a blue type of person anyway. Oh, thanks. You're a good sister. Maybe I can be. I've never had a sister before, you know. I have all brothers. Oh, is that so? Yes. Well, I've never had a younger sister before. Well, I was the youngest of the family. We're very troublesome. It shows up in the middle of I can our... tell. I just have to give you my dream stuff. <laughs> not give. Trade. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. I'll take your dreamstone, which is clearly not working anymore. <laughs> now very, I feel bad. You better broke your dreamstone. Very kind of you. Very kind of you. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Um, I'll be fine. I'll be a little sleepy today, but we'll we'll be fine we'll we'll, we'll need our wits about you when we're kicking the dart to the tower but uh i've got some magic here and some drinks that i can throw back that'll pet me up right quick 
Yes, yes, coffee. I know you're very proud of it. No, no, no. Alchemy, my dear girl. Alchemy. Nothing can convince me that coffee isn't just alchemy with a fancier title on it. You know, alcohol is, is coffee is not. I mean, I, she's not wrong. I, yeah, yeah. Where's the lie? Where's <laughs> the lie? Well, uh, with your runes moved around, a little more investment and some new items, a new ghost touch rune applied. And as ready as you are, well, we're largely going to be, it seems. The problem of fatigue is just going to have to be something, uh, unless you want to put this off yet longer. Mm-mm. That's going to have to... Cut away to halflings getting beaten in the sack. <laughs> 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 oh, we'll be fine. One more day. Trying to hold the sack up the stairs, they drop it and just rolls away. <laughs> 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 the stairs. <laughs> what is the plan, friends? You have two steps, I believe, that, uh... The academy. Yeah, it's the, well, the, the, the school and the other school. The finishing school and the, the finishing academy. School. I mean, yeah. One of them's gonna become the finishing school for sure today. Well, I suppose we should just stop by the finishing school, uh, speak to the headmistress, uh, perhaps we can coordinate something. Uh, but at the very least, we should let her know what our plans are. Uh, and then, aside from that, I imagine the campus is an open one. Uh, we can just waltz in like we own the place, kick the door down. If it's as, uh, lightly occupied, uh, as, uh... Uh, Ash was saying, um, we shouldn't have any issue, I think, walking in there like we own the place. I mean, we could own the place if we I don't, wanted to. I think uh, I think you misunderstand how much cash we actually have in stash. I don't believe I don't if you're walking cash. in like you own the place, you ain't kicking the door down. You open it up like you own the place. That's fair. That's fair. I, that's a very good point. I could quite literally open any door I want. But I'm, kicking the door is, is an option. Well, I'm just saying. I won't argue. It's a very satisfying You get a visceral thrill when you kick a door in. And nothing scarier than the madam of that school. So I think we're getting the, the more terrifying prospect out of the way early. She does have an unsettling, an unsettling air about her. Oh, that's just elves in general. No. I agree not... with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nice folk, but something about their eyes. This ain't, well, it ain't. Ain't quite right. Pathfinder elves are horrifying. I, can, I love them. Noise. I love them so I, much. I can never tell if they're actually looking at me or not. They're always looking they at you. They literally do not have pupils. So yeah, you like, there's no. No, she does have pupils. They, they, She's they a schoolmistress. They don't have pupils. And they don't have sclera. I knew it was so. coming. I was already. I set oh. it up. You started talking. I was already face palming. I know what I've done. I the easiest setup. Yeah, I just like set out the tea. I'm like, all right, here you go, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Big old wiffle ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, the group of you gather your things, new weapons and arms, and ready as you're going to be. You make your way through the streets of Kentargo. Back to Lady Gloris School for Girls. Heading back up once more to the visitor's entrance and ringing the bell there. The door is answered by what appears to be the same woman it had been a few days prior, who, recognizing you briefly, uh, uh, welcomes you in, takes you that same waiting area, and excuses yourself to fetch the headmistress. And within two minutes of arriving at the front door of the school, Lady Gorok herself comes back to the door, flanked again by a pair of half-elven students. It doesn't look like the same people they were originally, but... Trio enter. Her dressed in much the same she had. Looking almost as if it could have been returning an hour later, rather than two or three days. Just got a group of you. Bows your head. I will admit, 
I had been wondering if your tasks had called you elsewhere, or perhaps had borne sour fruit. We simply had to uh, get up after gaining new information. We have learned where they have been uh, operating. Of course. There's no rush on my end here. Things are still very well and easily handled. But I have eagerly awaited with admittedly open curiosity what you have found and what you intend to do. That's only fair as we go and uh, bring into the loop, after all. Um, so, uh, indeed, um, unfortunately, when we arrived, uh, the triad had already been there. Um, many had managed to get away, uh, but unfortunately, um, it seems that a number of the staff were captured. Miss um, Marchesa was able to fill us in on the details of the attack, um, whom I believe uh, we gave to uh, Nali's uh, cable hands. Um, we had re briefly recommended her bring bringing her here for safekeeping, but uh, judging from your expression, or lack thereof, I'm not entirely sure if she ever made it here. Perhaps Ash found her, uh, perhaps uh, Nali found her own way of taking care of her. Nali has plenty of safe houses spread throughout the town of Kintargo, as well as several of her own personal domiciles. I'm sure if you left Marchesa in her capable hands, they are both more than fine. Oh, makes sense. Uh, a slavery, a, a free, a slavery free network? Is that what you call it? Anyway, Bellflower Network, they have a lot of safe houses. Abolitionists, I believe, is the word that they use. Abolitionists. Hmm. New word every day. But semantics notwithstanding, I had suspected that your information may be exactly what it is. Longroads Coffee House and Miss Adranior Drought, who runs it and operates the safe houses there, facilitating the movements of their escapees, their fugitives. She is a friendly and capable sort, but not one for a conflict. Not so direct. If these three men that had arrived here had simply pulled the lot to head to the Long Road's coffee house instead, I'm sure they would have found their skills more than capable. It is unfortunate, but not unexpected. They also had a couple of oddities left in coffee shop. There were Spectre of, uh, what was his name? Oh, it was it, uh, uh, Thrun, House Barcelai Thrun, Ghost thereof. Um, although, strangely, there are two of them, uh, almost identical copies. So I'm not entirely convinced that, uh, it's, in fact, the actual ghost of the former ruler of this place, uh, but, um, likely a shade that may, uh, bear some resemblance. It seems very possible, given what we know so far, that it is, in fact, even a manifestation of magic conjured up, conjured up to prey on the fears of the people of Kintargo and Ravenel. The name Barzillai still holds great weight within the city walls and throughout this nation, even. They seem to be manipulating public sentiment in multiple ways, both with Nadal and the specter of Barzillai Thrun. It seems like they're using the freedom of the people here as a emotional prod, a fulcrum. It is interesting, and it bears more tell to their motives than they may expect. Were they simply here to run a slavery operation? Nothing involved in that would truly benefit from such wide-scale distraction tactics. I was thinking that too. What they seem to be aiming to do is to sow chaos into Kintargo as a whole. 
something that would certainly not benefit their operations. The question then remains, <coughs> what is it they're truly after? I don't know, but their last enterprise involved obtaining a specific type of gold a substance. They seem to have overreaching goals that were not very clear on what they are, but we've run into them on several different occasions, and each time they seem to be dipping their foot into a different pool, so to speak, but I'm not sure with what intention. I've done some investigation of my own. I haven't bothered to try to interrogate our captives, as I find that the words spilled from circumstances such as these are frequently less than reliable. And they do seem to run a fairly efficient operation here. They must have access to at least one relatively competent mage of some kind, both to contact and enlist the assistance of such a powerful devil as I hear arrived in Kite Hill some days prior, mm. and to perhaps conjure and control these specters, these echoes of the late Barzillai throne, if that is truly what is happening. They had a pair of demons as well. A very powerful pair. And yet more credence to the theory, then. The one pulling the strings either is a powerful sorcerer themselves, or at least have the employ of one. Are you familiar with powerful sorcerers? Just out of curiosity. I have a touch of magic in my blood, as I believe all elves do to some extent. Mm. Well, I, the reason I ask, um, we have a description and we have a few names as well. Um, there's one by the name of Varys. I don't know if you necessarily know that one, but uh, apparently is a boss of the triad in the area, uh, a knoll of some sort. Um, but no indication of any particular magics about that one. However, there is apparently a tall man uh, in robes um, who has a, a golden tint to his skin. Um, seems rather, I suppose, unique enough that uh, it might jog your memory if ever you've seen him. Interesting description. That could lend itself either, either to someone from the nations of Rahadum or Thuvia in the desert to the south or as far as an Asimar. What? Terribly descriptive, but... And they are working with Rakshasa. They have Rakshasa with them. Well, they had Rakshasa. Perhaps they have more, but they have two less than they had originally. That's a good view. You can overcome a pair of Rakshasa. Those are powerful spirits. It's impressive indeed. But I, I thought it might be pertinent information given the geographical interest. Geographical interest. Well, Rakshasa aren't from around here, are they? I suppose that is a truth, as much as, as plain as can be. They are not native to our plane, even our dimension. Rakshasa are spirits from a realm far darker and evil than this one. It just, what I don't understand is why they're, they seem to be picking and choosing their allies very carefully to cultivate fear, manipulation, terror, and they're doing it in a very particular manner, in very specific situations, which seem to use those talents to their best effect. It, it leads me to believe that there is some overall intention, and I'm just, I just, we just don't have enough information. Well, my offer and my recommendation for how we proceed from here still stands. 
We have three of their number captive. They've been here for some days. They're in fair health, but I am sure they are more than happy to return back to safety. If they are not Kentargo natives, which I believe they are not, that may lead you to more of them and perhaps where you can find information. We did figure out they have a base in tower at the uh, Institute. Tennyson Tower. Tennyson Tower. It appears it was uh, abandoned, left there. No school, no people. Good place to set up. It shares much of its history with that of the Alabaster Academy itself. There's no need for a drawn-out background, but Tennyson Tower, for the time being, is simply abandoned. It's closed. The family that sponsored it has fallen out of favor here in Ravenel and withdrawn their funding. I believe it was being converted to uh, alchemical laboratories for study. It does appeal that it has uh, been converted to a slaver's hideout. It would make sense. Some of the near anyone could fairly easily come and go without much suspicion and nearly zero chance of interruption. Though not a base that would have terrible permanence. That tells us that their goals here are temporary and brief. Given how they seem to be interested in causing as much chaos as possible with uh, spreading rumor of Ndal letting devils rampage throughout the streets, um, it seems that uh, this is not simply uh, a local operation. Uh, the Triad itself is uh, far-reaching across the entire planet. Um, if uh, this one city has any kind of means, it's more than just being a place of lucrative business. Um, perhaps something might be found if we go there. Uh, at the very least, the tower is going to be a temporary hideout for them because we're about to go kick the door in. Uh, Aurelia, if you will, I believe you've done some investigation of this front. And she uh, gestures to one of the half-elves behind her, who uh, bows her head deeply and steps up. Uh, yes, Lady Gorak. We have followed up some on the history of the Scarlet Triad, investigated uh, possible monikers, cover names, or shell companies or businesses that they may have been hiding behind or, or through. And everything seems to point back to Katapesh. Zez is called the Triad Zez. It is one of the primary ruling guilds, so to speak, of the area, a merchantile consortium. Uh, ostensibly, they trade in arms and armor. They conduct business as any consortium within the walls of Katapesh would. But it is not a terribly well-hidden secret. They have, they have expanded into slavery sometimes the past years. This all seems to fit. Though none of it does rely why exactly they have come here. You know, it does strike me that this enterprise does have something in common with their previous one in Mwangi. They're pitting an enemy who is universally unliked, who have gone out of their way to make themselves unliked in some ways through what they do and who they are. And they're trying to isolate them. But why? Why would you want to isolate them? And they're using another more powerful group that had other intentions originally. The, the cultists, they were originally just a tribe. They didn't have those types of intentions. They were just, well, much like the slavers. They were just doing business, trying to make a living, make money, but they they used them. They found the, ni the niche 
in that society that was ripe for advantage, and now they're manipulating it. If you think about it, it's very similar MO. You, you kind of lost me about halfway through what you're talking about there. I have absolutely no idea what you folk are talking about. No, they're they're playing puppet master. I'll just take your word for it. So oh. you believe their goals perhaps may simply be to destabilize regions? Yes. I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. And I'm not sure if it's for economic or political gain, or if there's something larger going on. Nothing that Aurelia had researched or brought to me anyway indicated any presence of the Scarlet Triad or any operations anywhere near the Wongi Expanse, did they? No, Lady Gorak. Nothing I found. Not slavery, but gold. That's because that was that region's untapped resource. That's what they were looking for. It isn't far from Katipesh. It'd be easily accessible if they needed more wealth for some reason. But the Scarlet Triad... At least if we are speaking of the same Scarlet Triad, is a consortium from Katapesh. It is a merchant city. Surely their bankroll is going to be near the back of their concerns. That's if the Scarlet Triad is really even the core of their enterprise, or if it isn't just another hand in the web. It's also impossible to tell if this is simply a group sharing a similar name. If I had such insights... (laughs) be studying on Hermea rather than here. Well, perhaps it will become more clear to us with what we find, but I very much appreciate your insights. You've given me the perspective needed to see something more clearly. This brings us back to our final question, then. If you already know the location where these Scarlet Triads seem to be running their Kentargan operations, you've already traced them back to Tannison Tower with your own investigations, what then? Do you wish done with the men and women here? They can simply disappear. Or we can keep them and see what advantage might come from having them for later. Uh-huh. There is nothing we could get from those three that we could not get from uh, any Scarlet Triad member we captured. And there's also something to be said about reading the world of three slavers. The organization uh-huh. is efficient and seemingly well-structured. I can't imagine that the three that were sent to break in here to attack for whatever aims would know anything more of the grand plans than exactly what they were doing at that moment. Hand them over to the Silver Council. I would think that is unwise, but if that is what you wish done with them, you clearly know more of the situation than I do. I want to see what they're going to do with them. That will tell us a lot about the Silver Council's intentions. Well, that's a wise idea. Uh, perhaps if you do indeed uh, send them to the council and they wind up disappearing from custody, it could be an indication of how of how connected the triad are with the local government. Perhaps, but I would wager such information is less than useful, given the current circumstances, and perhaps not worth the trade of three bodies back to the triad who seems to be running precious low on resources in recent days. Uh, Every member that you can take from them rids them of multiple opportunities. If it is what you wish, we can have them delivered to the council and arrested properly. If it is even the possibility that we trade three pawns for a knight, I think it is a good trade. Very well. I'll be handed over to the constabulatory later today. Perhaps it, if we are concerned about corruption, um, and this is a flag to go and see what type of corruption there is, it might be worth it to follow the cases. 
I don't know if your students are uh, particularly versed in local laws or have any kind of connections there, but um, if we can perhaps see which magistrates oversee their case, uh, which guards guard their cells, um, perhaps it would actually help to identify corruption. If something is interested in, that's something that you're interested in rooting out. I don't believe at the moment, to their credit, the news of the Scarlet Triad, or perhaps even the name has been floated to any members of the Silver Council recently. And given their concerns with diplomatic relations with our northern neighbor, as well as some of the reports and sightings of strange hauntings throughout the town, they've much bigger problems on their plates. I'm unsure if this would even catch the attention of the Silver Council in the first place, rather than simply sending them to a holding cell. Well, I'd be fine with them being in a holding cell. They deserve to face the justice of the place that they have wronged. I'd be fine with them being in a ditch, personally. No need to dirty our hands with such things. They have other business. Oh, my, my hands are plenty dirty. Don't you worry about it. Actively smelling of blood and viscera. <laughs> <laughs> now, with that business out of the way, I assume you will perhaps be taking this investigation to Tennyson Tower yourselves. Ah, investigation. That's a good word for it. Which leads me to a further question, personally. So what stake have you in this? You're not Kentago natives. We have not a, slaves, uh, and the city's concerns seem to be none of yours. It's we have personal. a bit of a personal vendetta. They have come to us, cause problem, take hostage from our village, and now we are here to uh, make sure that they do not tr- uh, try again. And those bastards have killed every friend I have ever had. That sounds like the correct answer. What's personal, then? I would bet a grand fortune that none of you are Mwangi natives, which tells me you know even more of the triad, perhaps beyond than what you've let on. But playing cards close to the chest is wise. Similarly, as I did not know, and still don't, that I can fully trust you, you have no reason to trust me. No further than you need to. And again, that is wise. I bear no ill will for that. However, I do have a bit of an eye talent, particularly magical talent. And the doors of my school are always open to interesting individuals of high potential. Roshin, I would imagine you know a bit more of magic than you let on. Oh, that's never intended to conceal it. Uh, Elani's gifts uh, are indeed uh, something that weigh on my shoulders. But I would also wager that you are not a traditional devout acolyte in the common sense. Uh, one might say I was drafted. You and your group here seem to possess a fair deal of skills. Although knowledge is ever expanding, and in near all situations, most potent weapon one can possess. You chase your vendetta against the Scarlet Triad. You do as you see fit. But if you wish to expand your mind and your skills further and broaden your horizons, I'd gladly take either of you as students. Oh, well, that's... that's... that's very nice. Can you imagine me in a finishing school? I don't well, I recommend it. Nobody needs to be finished half as much. I think at this, <laughs> I think at this point it's Marshall loses at school and just starts <laughs> laughing on the ground. 
I think at this point it's just kind of side eyes down at Marshall. It's true. No pupils. Yeah. In mid laugh, he's like, "Have you seen her in a dress? It's quite hilarious." I think it's more than plain, even with what you've seen of my academy so far, that we are no simple finishing school. Rather, rather gather that. I would, uh, I'd be honored to have you as a teacher. And uh, turns to one of the other girls behind her, makes a quick symbol, and she pulls out a pair of small gilded cards that are already embossed on the front with Resme and Roisin. She takes the pair of them. <laughs> she wrote us invitations. One in each hand and holds them out to you. Bear these. Now, whenever you return, the reverse may have the answers you seek. If you turn it over on the back, uh, it would have a single word. Lacuna Fex. L-A-C-U-N-A-F-E-X. Lacuna Fex. Hakuna Matata. No. Movie. I don't want that in normal people words. <laughs> we're we are invited, magic. you're not. Yeah, we're not magic. Yeah, who you're non-caster. <laughs> I, I think the rest of this party is pretty magical. Oh, oh. Well, we'll be back, and uh, we have a lot to learn. I think. Uh, Eleonora, with all of your skills and your gifts, performative talent, I always wondered why you never sought application in my school. Personal reasons, or simply you feel yourself better self-taught. I, or finishing school never sat well with me. Mother and father tried to send me to one, and I didn't take to it. I'd assumed something unfair similar. Well, hopefully the answers and the vengeance that you seek lie in this tower. I truly wish you the best of luck. You're very kind. Even though I, as well, have no real stake in this game. If they're destabilizing the city that your school is based off of, you may have more of a stake than you say. How much is fair? I do take um, great pride in my school. I know something tells I me to it'll still be lost. standing even if the entire city burns down. I'm not going to be one to underestimate the Scarlet Triad, or their resources or their potential. I would advise you as well. Do the same. Don't worry, we're not going to kick down the doors. Are we or are we not? <laughs> I've heard that we are, and I've heard that we're not. Come on, let's go figure that out. We need to. I will. She can't stop right, both of us. If you will see the group of them <laughs> to the doors. All right, all right. Can I please make a motion that we start calling everyone who goes to st- school there the Alabastards? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Certainly not within the walls. No, no. That other school, the Alabaster Academy. Oh, them, the Alabaster Academy. <laughs> Goodness gracious, you gave me a heart attack. I would never insult <laughs> that woman. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I just want to die. <laughs> you probably die. Marshall just kind of tugs on Trishik's sleeve. <laughs> In a school. <laughs> would they? Oh, dear. Well, right, a lot of good, though. You'll be in school later today. I suppose I will be. And we'll be teaching lessons. I know about pain. Lessons in pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a bit they, of physical education. Are they usually this violent? 
Uh, violence is a relative term to these men what and you, lady. When it comes she to, smells like blood constantly. When, when it comes to slavers, there is no extreme. Have you, have you tried this? I just hand her a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> that just slowly starts like to lavender. turn bloody. As, as Poor Esme has tried, believe me. I can believe it, actually. Uh, part of Milani's curse. I do bathe, believe it or not, but it never helps the smell. I just like to think of it as uh, Ode to Death. Ode to Death. No, oh, not Ode to Death. Not Ode to Death. I don't, I don't, I don't oh, think I'm. Ode to Death. I don't. Is that you say Ode to Oh, very nice. Uh-huh. Mort. No, Muerte. You don't pronounce the T. I could. Yeah, you'd just be wrong. I would be wrong. <laughs> Can we get in that normal people word? So, somebody's sleeping <laughs> on the couch tonight. <laughs> I took French in high school, I'll have you know. I'll have you know that I took Spanish in high school for two years. Donde esta la biblia? <laughs> and I'll have you know, like unlike many elves, I can speak, speak with an, an English, English accent. accent. Uh. So, I you make your way out from Lady uh, Gura's school and back into Kentargo. All of the locations we've visited today and even the Alabaster Academy are pretty well close together, actually, <laughs> around this major park in the Vallegra here. Uh, okay. This little, that bang on the west, on the western side of the park, is the school for girls. The Long Rose Coffee House is right here, and this giant gray building is the Alabaster Academy, so. Wow. It's within a stone, it's in a um, stone throw. Yeah, the Academy is, is pretty close. It's only maybe uh, 150 yards Away, uh, you cut through the park and through some side roads between some buildings. You can make your way to the academy incredibly swiftly, which I imagine is probably what we're doing. That's exactly. Yeah. There, yeah, there's, there's nothing else that you guys want yep. before you I'm pretty head sure. to do tower time. Stretching. <sighs> Got to stretch before a battle. Yep. Limber, Limber up. up. <laughs> Limber up. Don't want to pull nothing. If you'd like, I can uh, send a. Uh, my eye out to do some forward scouting. Uh, The tower's right there. We can see where it is. I I know, but it can go up. And the academy itself is, again, you've walked past it a few times. It's a fairly large campus. Most of the buildings made in Kentargo is quite distinctive. Silver Street Stone. The main bulk of the buildings are three to four stories tall. Uh, It is a fairly dense college campus. Uh, and there is not a ton of space between the buildings. There's no lush parks or greens between them. It's just buildings, interconnecting walkways, and more buildings. But it is dotted around uh, with a actually several uh, assorted towers. And we're talking like Rapunzel-esque towers. <laughs> uh, Tennyson Tower in particular, which would be no difficulty to locate on the campus, appears to be eight stories tall. I'm gonna say we could just like collar a kid and just be like, where's a tower? Yeah, I'm not gonna make anybody roll to okay. find a public feature of an open campus. So <laughs> the, uh, the tower extends far up above the larger uh, predominant classroom buildings in the main central building of the academy capped with a silver dome roof and it is literally peaked with a red conical rooftop. Like you could not get more iconic, generic fantasy-looking if you built it for that intent per you, intent and purpose. You think that's the tower? Mm. I'd say it looks like the tower. It looks like the tower it to me. It looks tower-ish. Oh, it is a tower. We can let them kick down the door and find out later. 
my god. Uh, so, see? I knew you'd come around. I was about to say, so I do kick the door down? Knock first. And as you approach... That's me knocking. <laughs> as you approach the, uh, the building itself, uh, you would see that there's a, but a single entrance on the western side at the base of the tower, uh, which rests at the southeast corner of the campus, so nearest to the center of town. The door is still there. It still looks in perfectly good shape. You can see nothing but darkness uh, inside the tower, though there is a. It does seem to be braced with windows all the way up that would provide at least some light inside. Though near all of them are either heavily tinted or full stained glass art displays under themselves. The door is blockaded simply by a pair of banisters and a rope. <laughs> I just walked with through a it. single sign hanging. <laughs> Saying closed. <laughs> Marshall just walks through. He doesn't care. I don't <laughs> it's go. like, look, look, Scarlet Triad. Even it's if it was labeled. a solid door, he would just walk through it. So, the door is not even locked, and you would literally be able to just open it and walk inside. I, I'm sticking to what I said. I just walked through it. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't like this. We're just going in. What do Walking I Walking through the tower. Didn't itself. even knock. As you come in to Seeking. The... Seeking. <laughs> Not going to fall for that again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Avoiding... we're all doing it. Seeking. Uh, elephant, I ask. Avoiding notice. You sneaky. You guys I can't do anything. Scouting. You're going to be scouting for something. Uh, Resume is tired enough that she can't really put enough focus into uh, to sustain spells or magic. It is It is a bit physically exhausting to repeat spells. They have intensive somatic components. They're very precise. But, except for uh, shield. Except for shield where you just go, ah! And a shield. <laughs> Please, hold the base. With the tongue out. <laughs> ah! But, uh... Bubble. The inside is barren. Uh, it is a round room uh, of what looks like a main entry chamber into a rectangular hallway with a couple of offshoots on either high, either side and visible from the front door across from you, a stone staircase spiraling up to the next floor. The place has been absolutely gutted. Uh, it looks like when they close it down, they have moved all of the furniture, resources, absolutely anything out of here, and there is nothing in here save for unfinished walls and bare stone. Mm. Suspicious. Shall we go up? Well, they were speaking that they were having to carry people upstairs, but it might be wiser just to check every door in the room just to make sure nothing gets behind us. Yep. I pull out my axe and I just start climbing. Sort. That's that's the opposite of what I just said. Oh. Sorry. I'm directionally challenged. There's a there's one door to a large chamber on the left that the wall itself is carved in an array of shelves and notches. It looks like it was one storage of some kind, and two chambers on the right. Uh, both of them uh, appear to be completely barren. All the doors have fairly large windows set into them. They're as much glass as wood, uh, hiding nothing behind them. Okay. Well, once I'm sure that there's nothing on the ground floor, then. Oh, do, do we have a map? Yep. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at oh, I was trying to look at how wide it is. Oh. Uh, the tower itself is about probably 70 feet across. Okay. So it's it's not even a particularly wide tower. Each uh, When you come in, you can immediately see everything at the bottom floor. And as you head up the winding stairs to the second floor, you can immediately see everything that is the second floor. Uh, the stairway, as it arcs up, ends at a landing that lets out onto the next level, which then immediately feeds into the staircase continuing up alongside. So you could continue just ascending the stairs, or you could fork off 
to go investigate the floor itself. But the second floor, like the first, appears to be equally completely barren. Should we split up or should we check out the floor together? Uh, we should definitely not split up. I'd agree. Seeker boys, why don't you do only a perception check? Thirty-three. Twenty-nine. So thirty-three. Marshall, as you're kind of more astute looking for you know, people to start chopping in half. Rasheen would notice that it does appear that near nobody has been here for quite some time. From the second floor, looking out onto the landing into a large, what looks like it was once receiving or entry area to whatever uh, amenities is once held, there's a visible layer of dust across the floor that you don't even have to get down to look at. You can, you can see that as well. Anyone can see that. But what you do notice is that the stairs in front of you are not as dusted. The stairs themselves have clearly seen some use mm. much more recently than the landing and the room, which it looks like nobody's been there since the tower was condemned. Mm. Uh, and in fact, the stair up on the lip of each step and even a few inches in appears to be near wiped clean. Dust only settling on the very edges, of the, the, le- the outer edge, rather, uh, and back in the crease of the stair itself. Looks like they're used fairly regularly. Hmm. And by that's more than just footsteps would leave. Um, and Roshi's just going to actually, uh, just to drive the point home, is going to run her finger down the step and kind of go like this. Um, stairs are being dusted. Possibly oh. by boots, possibly by socks, possibly by even someone cleaning. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I said we keep going up then. Indeed. Just someone cleaning, they're doing a shoddy job. Krogox. And I'm going to throw heroism up. Is it dark inside? There is enough light uh, streaming in through the various tinted windows posted up everywhere around that it's dim in here. Uh, it's not well lit, but it's perfectly visible. If you have low light vision, you're not bothered at all. Turning on my goggles. Do you, have, you don't have lonely vision? No. The Ruxy don't have lonely vision? Nope. Okay, that's a surprise. They live in swamps. I feel like I've probably asked you that ten times by now mm-hmm. because my brain is hard-coded that lizard people should have low light vision. They just live in sense. swamps. They got weird-looking eyes, so you'd that's think, nice. but... I'm good. I guess if you do not have too, low light vision, though, it is going to be a bit dark. I mean, I have dark vision, so I'm good. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're chilling, you're chilling, your goggles around the two humans here in the party. Human. Um, Actually, I'm a changeling, so I'm okay. Right. I'm the only problem. You're. Uh, you can. It's like no one else seems bothered at all. Oh, you see, Trishik put these new goggles on. But, it's, all, uh, it's like Buford never well, you, left. I've been wearing them the whole time. I just turned the lenses, and suddenly I'm perfectly fine. It's no one else having an issue. It's no. perfectly visible. It's, it's visible. Dark. It's a little dim. Oh, right? it's dark in here for you, isn't it? Oh, not dark. Just a little dim. Oh, fine. I'll I just light up my axe. Oh. Don't burn the don't, don't, the fire don't, don't, don't quite does don't, that. You would only illuminate it like yourself in a very small area. Like a magical it. fire does not cast. Pull out. I reach in my light. bag and pull out. A, I reach in my bag and hold it and pull out a hooded lantern. Just light it. Would you like to have both hands free for that? I can just drop it when I need it. I, I could dropping just... a lit lantern might not be the best idea. Mm. Light. <laughs> Oh, it's a very shiny mask you Saruman glows from <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine, I think it literally as written, the light is your actual is handprint. handprint yeah. yeah, so you if you do that, it's literally the glowing mark of Saruman. Just, no, just cast light and get somebody in the eyes. Yeah, light is you cast it and you touch something and what you touch is glowing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like 
you, if you do it on your breastplate, it's not like your breastplate glows. It's like where your hand printed on your breastplate is ah. a glowing hand. Yeah. Print. In the uh, first so cool. edition, you designated an object to be the light source. Right. In second, second edition, you put a light source on an object. Ah. And it can be anything you can put your hand on. So That's if you were cool. playing a real gritty Pathfinder, you let someone's breastplate or something, it would actually only illuminate in front of them. Because it would be lighting behind them. Ah. Like Pathfinder lends itself better to more high fantasy than that. But yeah, you, could you, you would like some neat put it on top readiness. of them. Or well, something. I mean, yeah, you could, but like, it's it's like you know, you're only like the, the you light guys, would actually move as you stride. You guys are nerds. Stop. Stop, you stop your, talking. No, this is about to go sides. where we don't want to go. But we're going down this hallway. We're, 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 we're going that purpose. Just like, ah. so. Uh, what is the marching orders that up the stairs? Here? Um, I'll be in the front. You're gonna be in the front. Okay. I am. Put me in the back. Technically, I'm the meat shield, but. You're the metal shield. I, um, I, I will be right behind Marshall then. I'll okay. be in front of Eleonora. I'm going to have my bow out, and uh, I suppose I'll be on the roof. Or like up high on the wall. I was about to say. Not constantly upside down. Yeah, but you're just kind of like sticking you, up. And the, uh, the landings of each floor of the tower are quite large. They're a bit more vaulted than a traditional room. Ceiling's about 14 feet overhead. Uh, so on a ceiling, it is high enough that you could just crouch, I guess, up. I was going to say crouch down, but that's not just how like it is. Just like flatten myself. You could, yeah, crouch up a little bit and actually be out of reach of, like, a guy with a sword. Because they are a couple feet higher than, like, this room or a standard room. I'm just, every time I say I'm on the roof or I'm on a wall or something, it's always that no one ever looks up. That, that's the it's whole... not quite warehouse high where it would really <laughs> effectively hide you, especially because every floor appears to be accessed by this single winding staircases. But it is dim up. and light is coming down and in. Up would be darker. That's not wrong. <laughs> that's, that's accurate. It's fairly okay. early in the morning, so sun's up. It would be, that's right. Okay. So you continue up to the third landing and the fourth. Each as barren as the ones before, each showing no signs that anyone had passed anywhere but up the stairs and then continuing up the stairs. That's floor after floor after floor. Oh. Oh, I feel like I should have gotten... I should have eaten my more eggs or something this morning. This is exhausting. There'll be quite a lot of stairs. I mean, we've only got about three floors to go, and there's only eight in the whole tower, so... At this point, you'd be about halfway up the tower, and as you pass these windows... Tinted and stained as they are, you can still see out of them decently. You can see we're quite high up. Uh, each of the windows set in are not a standard like room window, but they are maybe about two feet wide and four feet tall, uh, vaulted to a peak, almost in a gothic style architecture. Oh, archer windows. Archer windows, kind of. Uh, well, I haven't slept in two days, barely. So, stairs. I don't like stairs right now. Shall I carry you? Oh well, no need for that. That would be. Just an imposition. Now, now. Rushing to scoop you up and carry you up what the stairs. What are you doing? So, as you continue up this uh, fifth Can't have you stairs, losing your breath or twisting an ankle or breaking a heel. This is interrupted by you seeing the flicker of firelights coming down from the staircase leading up to the sixth level uh, before you even crest up onto the fifth. Can we put me down now? I suppose so. Now, the fifth floor does not look as abandoned. Uh, the landing, the brief uh, 10, 15 feet between the uh, finish of one staircase and the beginning of the next. To either side, 
has stacks of some barrels and boxes that look like they have all been laying here somewhat recently. The dust on the floor has been well disturbed. Uh, and this landing also extends about 20 or feet, 20 or so feet back before it reaches more unfinished walls and doors that look like they've been untouched for freaking ever. Uh, mm. But there are a lot of supplies packed away here. You can see an open crate in front of you, filled full with straw that appears to have rows upon rows of glass vials, alembics, basic retorts, uh, simple alchemical glassware. Uh, mm. The rest of the crates and barrels are still closed. Oh. I... I... Hm, what's in these? And from here, you can hear... Looks like the sort of equipment you kept in your living room. Voices and laughter carrying down the stairway, heading to the floor above. I had motion the, you know, take cover. Would you like me to go look? I can go invisible. I just kind of look up at you. So and... I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> pop the invisibility on my armor. Let them take cover and get back out of view. As the group of you move into cover, uh, you two make me a perception check. I'm chugging a moderate Drakehart mutagen. Okay. Me? No, the two that are cheating. Twenty-five. Twenty-seven. So you'll go into cover, and Marshall, you will not notice until you hear the sliding of metal plates from light armor and see the flash of a blade swing up from behind one of the boxes to you as someone who had been hiding down there twists up around, swinging a dagger up toward you. Make me a reflex save. <laughs> Man, your, your nice, hero points are that. money. Apparently, but they're worth it. So that's a 37. 37 is going to critically succeed. So, so this, uh, this person looks like a relatively small frame, light and nimble. Twist up, slashing up towards you with this dagger. What do you do? As I back up, I go to the rest of the party. Ambush! And uh, as you kind of rebuff it, this this figure slides back away from you. Jingle of chainmail and a rustle of some met- some metal. Uh, it's a woman with some fairly short, cropped, almost platinum blonde hair. And she looks up across the party, the dagger in one hand, uh, her rapier unsheathing with the other until her eyes fall on Resme and just go wide. Resme? What are you doing here? This is the weirdest day ever. You know her? Do you know this person? Balia? How did you get here from Mwangi? It's been like... No, sorry. uh... Don't pull out the book. Don't pull out the book. It's fine. We're doing good. This was an excellent introduction. These are my friends. You haven't met them before. Actively invisible. And her eyes... (laughs) (laughs) Nor have you met him ever. Her eyes kind of shoot to the staircase to the next floor up. And then back to you. Her hand hovering over the book. Why are you here? I could ask you much the same question. We're killing the triad. You're one of them? No. Not even remotely. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you then. 
Can we please not talk about no, it right I, now? But, but Buddy? Oh, uh, Buddy, Buddy's wife is very mad at him. He had to go take care of some family things. But Bom Buddy's fine. Bom this is Buddy's. Furious. This, this is Buddy's cousin. I don't know if this, this is a odd time for introductions, but. Oh, uh, please don't. We'll Valia, do it later. Lady Valia Argens Asimov. Oh, there we go. Make all of your acquaintances. And, but, I'm, I'm just glaring at her as, like, <laughs> right. As soon as she does her introduction, I just take a step back. Eleanor, Beatrice, Roger, and Alianda. This is not the time! <laughs> so, while this is happening, <laughs> <laughs> I'm invisible looking to see what's up there because I only have two minutes okay. of it. I'm not. So, yeah, is you. Uh, He's not wasting time. Yeah. You quickly head upstairs. And I'm just getting a quick, like, scatter around, look, see what's there, come back. I'm not sticking around. <laughs> Let me hit y'all with some of these here. There is no possible way to explain her to anyone. And that was I the, already uh, don't like her, so it's That okay. was the <laughs> invisibility Probably room. Probably for trying to right. stab you. Not my I token, mean, just a little bit. So, so Sheik, as you make your way up along the stairs here to this landing, you can see that uh, much like the rest... It continues into another staircase that leads further up. Torches are set in sconces along the walls just inside the stairwell here, meaning that this floor is much more well-lit than the ones below. And you can hear raucous laughter coming from the southern side of the level. Uh, you can see from here that the path moves forward to a doorway ahead of you and another one back behind you, just openings sectioning this floor largely in half. You can hear at least two voices from the southern side of the room. Uh, and from here, you can pretty clearly make out the one of them. That seems to be fairly loud. And you wouldn't believe, honestly, it was ridiculous. I, <laughs> I must have gone through three, four doses, enough to easily have dosed a horse or even a particularly ornery cow. And still this man, <laughs> this man tries to fight back. Like, he can barely move his fingers independently, and still he thinks he can get away from this somehow. Um, and uh, at that, you hear at least several people laughing about this, that uh, someone is telling that apparently it was to them a very hilarious story uh, to their friends. All right, I'll uh, sneak over using uh, Sneak's font and Assurance to uh, go see where that's coming from. I'm just trying to get eyes on as much stuff as I can right. in my short time. completely here. invisible. Yes. So you make your way around uh, through the doorway here to the southern area. It leads into what looks like it's a lecture hall, an auditorium. It's fairly large, like it's make, taking up a full half of the tower. The southern half of the room dominated uh, by some rising bleachers curving along the southern wall of the tower itself and a podium set against an outglow of the northern side. And someone is sitting there near tears in her eyes laughing as she's telling this story to two of her friends just sat on the bottom level of the bleachers that are also fine. This is just absolutely hilarious. Uh, they all bear the emblazoned uh, scarlet insignias upon manacles at their hips. These are all clearly Scarlet Triad members. Okay. Um, one of them is sitting there with a great club uh, blunt hand down the ground, his forehead literally against the handle as he's stamping his feet on the ground laughing. Um, and the other one is much more composed, sitting upright. Uh, you can clearly see that the other man in the stands has a short sword on his hip 
and a crossbow just sat on the bench next to him. Both that man and the woman at the podium telling the story have a variety of vials, potion bottles, uh, strapped across several bandoliers and belts across them, filled with all kinds of different viscous colored liquids. And these all appeared human? They're all human. And do I hear anything else around? It would be somewhat difficult to over this... Uh, well, as, as I'm leaving. Boisterous storytelling. I, once I see this, but, I'm like, all right, three people, alchemical stuff, go. But no, you, you don't hear anything else as you're making your way out. All right, then I'll put out those sconces. Are they lit? They are, they are lit, yes, they are lit. Uh, so you will quench both these sconces on the outside of the room. Uh, if they notice... It's not immediately apparent. Sconces burn out. Yeah, well, I mean, also, they, they had more in the room yeah. with them, so, like, they would not immediately notice a huge light change in the chamber. They were ensconced. And I'll uh, come back, I assume, to mid. I'm Valia. Yeah, so, so so during that, after Valia had introduced herself, we switch back over here. Marshall, my friend, can't have zero hero points. It's illegal. I've had zero the whole session. We can't have zero hit points and not be derp. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I've had appreciate zero it as well. Trone is ninety six. Throw in one in for you. You still have your session reroll though. So Vali is there somewhere. She still has somewhere. the she still has the dagger on the one hand, uh, blade pointed down and underhanded grip. One hand still hovering over the book. Valia, we're we're here tracking the triad. Is that why you were here too? That's the same thing that I'm doing. I. After everything that we had found back down in the jungle, everything that we had found out about uh, the triads' interferences there, I did some more digging into who exactly I was taking coin from to fund my own personal adventures. I did not trace back in a way that I had hoped. Perhaps we might discuss the minutia of such things after we finish this infiltration. Doubtless, uh, we should hear you, you uh, your tale in more convivial surrounds. It's not really an infiltration so much as a raid. We're gonna go kill everyone up there. Would you like to come along? It'll be a great deal of fun. There's uh, near a dozen of them up there, and among them is Brzakil Varashma. He's a powerful wizard of some kind. Oh, he was... the wizard's here! He's caused us no end of trouble. Uh, Rizme, he was the one who paid me in the first place to investigate the gates of Alsada's ring. Oh. Oh. Look into Hunter's Gate and see what it was. Brazakil, you said? We need to know what's carved on his tombstone. Brazak Ilvarashma. <laughs> I he's clearly not from here. He's not Chelish. He's not from Ravenel or What's he uh, look like? I'll, I'll be sure to inquire of his uh, antecedents before we uh, put uh, a hole through his heart. I'll just Very make it tall, up. Uh, golden skin? Perhaps. Somewhat dark skin. You could call it golden. Yeah, it's perfect. That's the one. That's the one. Straight brown hair brought back. Oh, that's very convenient. I thought we'd have to go all over the city looking for that one. I know of him. I reckon since Does I he have the only by reputation. Does he have a beard? A small goatee, yeah, pointed. Mm. As I said, we've been taking rather uh, uh, perpendicular paths, uh, both pursuing the same people. I thought your concern was the Cinder Claws. Well, the Cinder Claws were part of what the Triad were doing. Apparently the Triad was funding them or something. I don't quite understand exactly, but the Triad went and kicked the door to Breach Hill down, uh, and uh, that made it rather personal. 
right. Fair enough. Well, there's well, quite a place to cross paths again as this is. Definitely appreciate the support. I was mainly just trying to listen, learn what I can, look through the things here, and I heard you coming up the stairs. You are not subtle. Uh, well, you know who I travel with. Oh, she's the book lady. Yes. The book lady? Uh, I hadn't I hadn't recognized her. Terribly sorry. It's very... I crouched had... with the dagger. I didn't notice the book at first. I know exactly who you are. Resume speaks very highly of you. You see her hand pulled back towards the book. She no, stops. Not right now. Um... Valia is a very capable uh, swordswoman, and uh, she has many tricks up her sleeve. Don't worry about her. She can take care of herself. Oh, good to hear. Look, this tower is... I don't know what else they have up there, but uh, it's more than just men, I can tell you at least that much. I've heard something much larger moving about, possibly several of them. Do you know how many floors up? Uh, sounded like maybe two from here. I doubt it was at the top. It wouldn't have been as clear, but it was definitely higher than the one just above us. Um... Sure. Around this time, Trishik would uh, probably reappear. The invisibility just slowly fading. Perhaps not all of us so uh, subtly inclined. Shh, it's okay. He's with us. There are uh, two alchemists and one man with club. I put out sconces. They have two lights in the room. Uh, top floor appears to have not much They've been else. bringing our chemical supplies up here. Don't cast anything here. They could probably hear it from the top of the stairs. It's right there. It's in plain view. They've got, uh, they keep a watch up there at all times, at least three of them, sometimes up to five. How, was, how many were there, Trishik? I saw three. The one by door on left is mine. And oh. I'll, uh, I'll That's about as light as it gets, then. Perfect. Uh, they've been porting a bunch of alchemy supplies up here. One of these various tools in this crate here. A uh, wide array of vials and pots to carry tinctures and potions. I don't right know what they're making. Uh, can I take a look at the stuff and just see if I can the get The stuff in the idea. open crate is literally just the glassware. Like, there's... Okay. There's no... Okay. Um... I don't suppose it will matter much if uh, we put the sword to all of them. <gasps> it's Q times! Oh, hello, Q times. Welcome. We're being very stealthy right now. We are being Shh. very stealthy. Sneaky. Sneaky. Sneaky raid. We're also raiding. We're doing a different kind of raid, but thank you for the support. Thank you for the Q-tip. And Lizard. <laughs> Lizard, Trishik, you get a coin from Jayazo, Trishik, my murdered lizard. I will immediately use this, don't worry. <laughs> On something doubtless but, useless. Look, in addition to whatever they have up there, this this place is fairly well defensible. They've chosen their hideout fairly well. The only way up and down through the levels, as you've surely seen by now, is these single staircases, and it's you can't fit much more than a single file of them. Maybe double wide. If, if they got their is... defenses set up properly, it's going to be difficult to mount an offense from the stairwell itself. They're going to have the high ground and flat at that. Perhaps uh, you might misunderstand our capabilities. Um, typical methods of attack aren't going to work well uh, at, uh, at for us. Uh, but don't worry about it. Uh, we'll take care of it. Oh, trust me, I've seen the company resume keeps. I've no doubt of your skills, but... If you would like, I could uh, infiltrate from outside, and we could go up wall and through a window. And likewise, we could actually bring the entire party up that way if we needed to. No, the window's actually open. The only one would be, would be bashing them apart, which would certainly be noticeable and would take some time to get in. <laughs> <laughs> well exposed on the outside of the tower. I know that's better than the stairs. Well, there's Perhaps. no archers on the outside of the tower, are there? Well, but given the confines, I doubt there's archers on the inside. This wouldn't be very effective if there were. It would be bad, though, if there was a demon on the roof. 
Ah, that's true. I do have a bit of a habit to do on that, don't I? I'm sorry, why would there be a demon on the roof? Oh, they uh, like there has been. I've taken care of two of them already. Typically, I am on the roof, and demon does not like me, so they go to roof. I come down, tell Roshin. It's a bit of a tradition. Roshin deals with demons. All right. There. So far, we've I'm dealt with demons, devils, Rakshasa, and ghosts. They've brought very interesting company. And pigs. They have a lot of pigs. Oh, pigs? Of let's pigs. not go into the pigs. I've pigs. seen their, those, those beasts. There are none of them here, but I've, pigs? I've run across them following long the track and, and tracking of Varashma. A lot of long stories. I... So what? If you've been following the triad as well, I've been tracking Brzoq specifically. Why are the triad even here? What are they doing? It's that, not terribly clear, actually, but they I, are running a slave ring, which I have a theory. Uh, does not sit well with me. I have a theory that we can discuss later, but for now, I think we had best take care of these inconveniences. That doesn't make any sense. Slavery is illegal in Ravenel. They can't do that. Why would they come here? <laughs> I'll look at you and I'll raise an eyebrow. Don't make her uncomfortable. Does she not understand the concept of crime? She understands the concept of crime, but the idea of breaking the law or going against the rules or regulations does not make her comfortable. Well, I've very well broken into this tower already. It's, uh, Technically, it's not owned. There was a sign that said, don't enter. Yes, it but that was a suggestion. It said did not say, don't enter. Well, that generally implies that you don't enter. I think they largely imparted the same legal message. She uh, slides the dagger back in the sheath. So... Do you want to take up the rear? That might actually be wise. If you would Scar- like... Triad forces come and go. Yes. Occasionally through here. It's less so of the last few days that I've been watching, but I can't find any real method to what they're doing. No real schedule. What could show up at any time? I'd feel more comfortable having you at our back. I feel confident that I can hold a staircase, and if not, I can Yell out. scream bloody murder up the stairs to you yeah. when you come. Anyone comes down while we're working a floor, just go ahead and stab him in the gut. And if that doesn't work, just ask for help. Or use your secret weapon. I can handle that if I need to. Well, anyways, as far as room upstairs. How did you get to Kintargo? That's what I'm a trying boat. And is, Alsada's ring. Is, that's what I'd want. I wondered it, if, there were, if that was connected somehow. Took you two days. We'll talk about Alsada's ring later. I can't. I have a lot of questions. Help but notice. The Scarlet Triad seemed to be involved at the terminus of wherever Alsada's ring reaches. I guess we'd notice that as well. Best of luck. And you as well. I, the stairs are going to make it difficult, but... Whatever they've been working, it's very likely they have plenty of alchemical concoctions at their disposal. Try to spread out if you can. Indeed, and uh, we'll scream bloody murder if we need help. Of course. Uh, pleasure meeting all the rest of you. And uh, she would kind of awkwardly still cast, sort of try to bow, like a full, proper, I just keep glaring bow. at her. Oh, look at that. She came right out of the finishing school. Now, Roshin and Marshall. Marshall, you'll take door on left. Roshin, take door on Nari. Into room, put out sconce. Put out the sconce? They are human. 
Well, then it'll be a bit dim, but there's a, a window that can light in. But if whole room is dim, we come back out into the hallway where lights do not reach. Harder for them to see. Well, there is still literally ambush. a window at the top of the stairs that's letting light in. Like, it's still going to be dim. It doesn't go into pitch yeah. darkness. Like, there's a, they didn't notice because, like, it's just the light level kind of goes down a little. Okay. Does dim not, like, give you... Dim gives you concealment. That's so, like, it, it would give you concealment if you made it dim. Yeah, but you have light on your forehead. Which will make it less... I'll douse that. Yeah, that's <laughs> why... You would be going to um, the right with Roisin. No, I, I would be going to the left with Marshall. I, I also, um, I have something up my sleeve. Um, here, uh, drink this. Sure. <laughs> cool. One gulp. She has dark vision now. Okay. Okay. So I could this see the cat, this. The cat things. <laughs> this gives us it. It is minor, but it gives us advantage of the. Um, uh, I'll touch my amulet. I have dark vision now as well. That's convenient. Very good. Uh, very well. Then the first move is to move the t- is to take out the torches. Good for me. Okay. There are two men in the middle of room on bleachers. It's a, like a study hall with a teacher in the front and lines of students. I have no idea what you're talking about. I must say, Miss Resume, this uh, tactical acumen seems to have improved dramatically since our last meeting. <sighs> well. To be really honest with you, the average intellect of my party has taken quite a leap since we last met. I, of course, mean no offense to him. He was uh, nothing but perfectly kind and seemed perfectly capable, but an operation such as this, perhaps it was wise not to involve uh, Mr. Pates. Oh, you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's not, not incredibly rat. Should you need to see in noisy. true darkness? I think there'll be plenty. I can see plenty fine. The light coming through the window lights up the room just perfectly fine. All right, then. If Let's you- go. Don't mind, I, I could take one. Oh, of course. I, uh, <laughs> without the uh, glowing forehead, it is fair dim up here. Please. Right, I'll take this. I'll make sure no one comes up behind you, at least as best as I can. All right. That's if right. you find Razak, you know, you probably don't know him personally, but let me know, if you will, please. We're, we'll, we'll shout his name out right before we start trying to stab him. I would like to keep him alive, actually. I think he's going to have much of the information we need. Don't argue with me, Roisin. I'm putting my foot down here. If you could take, if you could keep him alive, it is the entire reason that I'm here. I would ask. It is a personal favor. Very well. I just want to know. The head slaver can live. I just want to know what a he's bit after, longer. and why he misled me into helping him. Because you wouldn't have helped him if he didn't. Let's go. Quick. Up we go. As we're coming up the stairs. Just for the record, said to keep him alive. Doesn't mean we can't break his arm and the legs. Oh, that's a good point. I like that. I'm totally fine with you debilitating him as much as you like. As long as he can still talk. And do remember, keep spacing, no stack. Gotcha. Very well, very well. Like a pancake? Exactly. Do not be pancake. Got it. Do not be pancake. So, do not be pancake. <laughs> I guess Roshin's going to go off to the right, as Trusheek told her to do. And, yeah, me and Trusheek are on the left, so. Mm-hmm. And Resume's free to choose whatever avenue. Uh, I'm following uh, Roshin. So, uh, oh, like, Roshin is going right. Yep. I'm following Roshin. You're going with Roshin. Mm-hmm. And I'll also be going that way. Trusheek is also going this way. I thought you were going left. Oh, Marshall. yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with Marshall. Sorry. Okay. And Which I'm, way is Eleanor going? I'm going with Roisin. Yes. Res, Resme is the choose which side she would prefer to go on side. 
and the one closest to the door that I'm going in, the alchemist, it would be who I marked for death. Okay. So, split and set as you are going to be here. Uh, as you ready yourselves at the door, you can clearly look across the hallways to each other, and you can still hear this story going. At this point, it's largely descended just into uproarious laughter. And you can hear through near wheezing at the podium. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> he has bloody spoon! <laughs> A spoon, for God's sakes! God, I well, wish I had the first part of that story. Well, as soon as they start busting out laughing, give the signal and uh, rush in. And as the group of you move through, they are pretty well distracted, but they are going to at least notice a heavily armed war party. The heavily the armed war party, <laughs> party, armed and armored, stampeding through the doorway here. Now, and uh, with my warning, would you guys still want to stay in that formation? I just dragged everyone over there. Yeah. Put yourselves wherever you want. I'm just getting the Because this is how, this yeah, is this exactly is how, how I would be. Yep. Same. Is that okay with everyone? Um, like you want to be in the corner? Actually go right here and be fine, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. But here are two alchemists. Is that okay? Yeah, uh, that's fine. And here's the guy who had the fastest emotion from boss fight to basic enemy yeah. in the history of Pathfinder. <laughs> we're, we're calling them palchemists. That's the. That's the big stick guy. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aren't we? Yeah. Extinguishing the things or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that we have to. That happens in initiative. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I'm because they're inside the room. Because they're inside yeah, the they're room. Inside, so we, you're we, gonna we, have to go in and you're gonna do surprise, actions to, uh, surprise, to disable them. Okay. So they quickly realize, not maybe quickly, they're very distracted. Uh, I'm gonna need initiative for everybody. Uh, heroism. What does that do? Uh, <laughs> just it's just, just okay. for me, and I'm not. I'm Doing not playing focus. Okay, yet. good. Do they, um, since I was scouting, did they get the plus one to initiative? Yeah. You were scouting? So much better. Plus one to initiative, yes. All right. Oh, plus one? Okay. Yeah, because uh, there was a skiot. I'll use my session reroll, which is still on the floor somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's invisible. That went up. Hey, we still slightly improved and rolled a four. All right, lizard mm -hmm. boy. Winning. 26. 26. Marshall? 20. <laughs> we both Big. rolled four. I rolled, you guys lose these dudes in an initiative. I rolled really, a they one. They have a huge penalty. I, I rolled a one. I'm going to be really disappointed in both of you. Rasheen. Uh, Rasheen got a 27. You guys suck. What happened? That's 10 on the die for me. You and suck. I have bonuses. Resume. Uh, I have got a 28. Just, you guys just high roll like crazy people usually. Yeah, normally my initiatives are like 15 plus. Eleonora. After you. Right. Oh, um, Battle cry? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you can I see totally all of them for the door. So either uh, you guys can battle cry as you I come will, into the two in the bleachers. I'll go with Big Stick Boy. And I'm going with uh, Bleacher Girl, who's closest to me. Yeah, Big Stick Boy. Get over there. Wow, I am going terrible. This is going to jail. Get it out of the way now. Yep, I'm just you want to hit him with the good dice. Yep. Intimidating prowess allowed. Since I am going yeah, to. Yeah, I would say a giant armored woman charging through the door with a long sword out is pretty uh, physically menacing. I like Sm that. Smelling like of viscera. I, smells like I'm the sure blood this, they're I'm, about to shed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, my blood is on the floor. All right, floor. so uh, what's yours? 38. Scared yeah, to death. She's pretty, she's pretty in a few, in a few, uh, in a few levels. Totally getting that. She's start, a scarred. Yep. Yep. Start every fight with scared to death. All right, are you dead? 
Nah. Good. You wish you were. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty spooked. Mm-hmm. She uh, almost or that guy, the ladies of the podium. He goes from laughing to almost literally falling off of the bleachers, scrambling, <laughs> trying to grab the crossbow. How much you get? Twenty-two. It was sad. Yeah, twenty-two. That guy is not quite as afraid. All right, so let me get some issues for these lads here. So for simplicity's sake, I'm gonna do two different tokens. Not that anyone is the leader here, but I'm gonna have a different one for stick man. Okay, stick so man. Poison guy Stickles. and the bleachers. Poison guy and stick man, the ultimate duo. Mm-hmm. So like Z to Z tier heroes. What do you get? Twenty. Twenty-nine. Ah. Poison guy is, uh, I mean, the downside of you scaring him is that he is very quick to respond. <laughs> Other poison guy? Not be quite as fast. What'd you have for Sheik? 27. Like I said, 28 with the plus one, so. It doesn't change my position. What'd you have for Sheen? I. Or Resume, rather? Uh, I had a 28. Oh no, you you have the twenty seven. I, I have a twenty seven. I had a twenty six. So, okay, I'm gonna say you should be higher than me. Yeah, because I was I was right below you. Okay, so what was this? No, 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 no. Oh, he that was correct. he forgot which. which I, I was says. thinking I was his number. Stick he boy. was higher than me. He didn't do quite as good. Alrighty, so up first, scrambling to. Uh, <laughs> Pick up his weapon here, scrabbling and panicking. Uh, and I just panic. Holy Nargarver, where the? Crossbow <laughs> on the ground. Does a minus two apply to initiative when you're spooked? It does. Yeah, I put it on all of these. Oh. We're <laughs> yeah. on on her rather. That's sad. Um, I should have probably told you this, and I'm sorry I didn't. But because we were sneaking up on them, I was using stealth. And you can't use you can't use any exploration actions. Yeah. Mm. I oh, can't for, for initiative oh, so that fine. I can use surprise attack. Yeah, if, if... yeah, that's fine. Okay, because we were legitimately sneaking. We were. Yeah, you were sneaking. This is an ambush, and uh, he knocks the crossbow on the ground and it clatters onto the stone floor here. And he bends over quickly to pick it up, uh, reaching for a rack of bolts at his hip, and pulls out a bolt with a bright green tip, slams it in the deck, pulls it back, and almost from the ground picks it up and just looses a. Shot towards Rasheen. Sirenscape, come to me, please. No, I'm staying here, Squid. <laughs> Fighting two, she's gonna have a tough time. It's gonna be a uh, 26 to hit you. Uh, 26, uh, that bolt is gonna go and uh, ping right off of her uh, shoulder ping. pauldron. And uh, pick up crossbow, load, and shoot it. That's, <laughs> that's her. <laughs> The other one behind the podium, they were very not ready, uh, is also going to draw her crossbow. And she can see Marshall coming around the corner. She draws it, she loads a bolt, and leveling one arm up on the podium, lays the crossbow out, and again, just loses a single shot towards Marshall. What did I say to you, 26? 20... Yeah, you told you me. You said 26. 26. 27. It was one higher than what I just told you. Doesn't matter. Yeah, 27. 27. Oh, she's not frightened. 29. Never mind. Oh, 29? Then it just hits. I was thinking I was still my, frightened. My AC currently is 28. Uh, with a 29, as that bolt hits into you, you are going to take 21 
points of piercing damage. She's leveled. She seems to be a pretty good shot with this. She's not panicking. She's not panicking, yeah. Yet. Mm -hmm. That's cute. I need you to make me a fortitude save. That is also (laughs) cute. That's that's adorable. You feel this hit. The tip of it kind of burns. Pretty sure that's just gonna say critical success. Yeah. Pretty sure that's a critical success by itself. It burns a little. (laughs) (laughs) Does it even burn at all? It's itchy. Don't lie. A little tingly. Like a a mosquito bite. I literally feel it go, oh, that's cute. Um, Resme. Um, Resme will uh, come up uh, behind... uh, Actually, no, she can see him just fine from where she is. Can I see the guy standing Absolutely. on the podium? Oh, the podium? Hell no. No, no, on not the, bleachers? the podium, yeah. on the bleachers. You can see the one guy in the bleachers scrambling for his crossbow on the ground, yeah. Uh, she'll uh, take, uh, pull her hand off of her amulet, holding a little flame in her hand, and go, flame, and use uh, her once-a-day, one-action produced flame uh, to uh, send some lovely fire over into his face. Alrighty. Yeah. Yay, fire. That is going to be a 34. 34 will hit. No, it's, uh, yeah, you're right, it is produced. Do you have all the rest of them? You took them away from me. I suck. You lost your privileges. She had to, like, rapid fire magic Single action produced flame is kind of a cool ability. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Uh, Fire orcs get it. Higher left walls. Uh, it's going to be 18 points of fire damage. Okay. Poof. Um, Poof. And then uh, with uh, her other two actions, um, she will um, again cast out um, with a... Tiny fireball. Tiny fireball. Uh, I think this is regular Trashuta. And uh, she will uh, telekinetic uh, projectile. <laughs> um, a lovely little uh, ball of iron. Uh, try to hit him right in the eye as he's loading the crossbow, looking down the aim at her. Okay. Did your telekinetic projectile bolt? Any unattended. Any yeah, object, the bolts right? you just shot, yeah. Like the poison bolts that yeah. you shot at Roshin, you could totally So it's minus five because you're taking attack trait for the thing. Uh, that's fine. Uh, that's going to be. I don't think it's literally ever come up for a spellcaster before, so I'm just making sure you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, it actually has the yeah. attack trait. I mean, uh, you know because you do this all the time because you have fire sorcerer and you have a one action produced flame. Uh, that's going to be a 29. Uh, 29 is going to hit. I wish it would come up more often. With the way that poison works, once you it's shoot, if you miss, level. the poison is expanded. Yeah. It's still funny, though. It is funny. It's 66, right? Uh, no, it's your level, so it's five. Yeah, your highest spell level is five. Level is five. Unless they have, have the poisoner archetype, the poison is expended on a miss. Mm. So being a poisoner would actually work 20. out worse. Uh, it's going to be 25 mm-hmm. points of bludgeoning damage. All right, gets hit very hard by wow. this little metal nugget here, and it kind of snaps his head back, uh, reeling as he's still scrambling on the floor, just barely getting a hold of his crossbow. And Mad Cats 17 with a hero point for Resume. Take that as your turn ends, and we move forth towards Rasheen. Right. So Rasheen is going to move to the torch on the wall, uh, spend an action to extinguish it. Okay. Leaving just this one torch over here on the left that is still burning. Uh, and she is going to 
raise her shield. Alrighty. Trishik. I'm gonna hold. Alrighty. Uh, what are you waiting for? After Marshall. Because as of right now, they don't know I'm there yet. That's fair. And that's how he likes it. Uh, so this guy, <laughs> as he was laughing here and he's yelling at him, he's not scared at all. He stands up, he's already kind of got his great club mostly in hand, and uh, just rushes up to you, uh, up to Marshall, the closest person, uh, just shouting as he drags across the floor, oh, I don't know who you are, and uh, swings the club around. <laughs> It's my tower, I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna be a 33. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. It hits. And uh, wallops you with this tower, uh, with this. (laughs) The whole tower. Whoa, boss guy, he's back to a boss again. That is going to do 31 points of bludgeoning damage. It's gonna hit hard enough to knock you over on the ground. Oh, As he just swings it around, he follows. Oh, but you made a mistake coming up here! And kicks down towards you. You are prone. You have minus two on your AC here. Uh, he does have a minus to the attack. Uh, yep, but that's only going to be... Uh, 21. Yeah, that's a mess. Just kicks out and just foot thuds into your armor. And uh, Marshall. Well... I'm not too happy about getting smacked by this guy again. Um, I just rage and take a swing at him. You're on the ground, so you have a minus two if you don't stand up, just so you know. Yeah, I can get you the front card. I mean, I, I, I know. And just the But uh, yeah, I, I, I would figure he has attack of opportunity, so... That's fair. From I'm experience going to ra- yeah, from the last I'm going time. to rage first, so when he hits me with the club, it doesn't hurt as bad. <laughs> this man might 20. not get to attack. He does so, not. I, you just see Marshall take a quick sip, like, that's cute. <laughs> just catches him, uh, throwing him almost onto his uh, onto his butt. Uh, that is a 6, 8, pl- so 8 plus 17 is 25, 25 plus 6 fire damage. And it was a great, so, so 62. 62. 62. He was not ready for that. He thought he, he thought he was going to have to get back up first. He didn't expect to get hit from the he floor. He just swings the axe <laughs> before he staggers back. Oh, bloody hell. What are you? <laughs> you was not mad. <laughs> uh, again, probably no point getting back up because he's just getting smacked. Heck, you know what? I'll get up. Yeah, I'll stand up. Go ahead. And take. Yeah, you go to get up. He brings the club back around. Oh, shut up. And just goes to slap you with this again. <laughs> Or uh, 33 again, same number. Wow. Okay, he hit, he hits me again, unfortunately. It's not going to knock you back down. It's trying to knock me back. Or it does knock me but down. But it is going to do 23 points of bludgeoning damage right, so, on the second strike, and now you're so up. So 23 minus 9. 14. 14, okay. Oh, that literally takes away my 10 hit points. Okay. There you go. There we go. No math needed. All right, Trishik. All right. But I'm, I'm back up right. You're up. Okay. Yep. Well. Up and you're mad. Um, this um, man has overestimated his position, and now he's flanked by a lizard. Who he had no clue was here. So, so you skitter in the doorway and up onto the That should be 25, right? Yeah, you can just scamper yeah. around him. He's already pretty focused on Marshall and the lizard just... <laughs> <laughs> you can literally just run up the sides of the bleachers behind him with no difficulty here. So I'll just scoot right on in behind him. 
is surprise. <laughs> what the hell? I immediately use coin. Yep, that's a, immediately surprise. use a coin. Oh, let me move this out of the way. Sorry. No, you're fine. Better. Four. A 28. And he's flanked. With flank. Uh, 28 flanked will just catch him. So uh, the guy has some pretty hefty chainmail on. I get an extra d6 because he's my mark for death. I get backstabbed. He is your mark for death. That is a true chic on the roof. <laughs> so actually, because this is not a crit, I can roll them all together. Oh, for now. For now. 5, 10, 22, 26. Not bad. Not bad at all. I've got 88 damage on him already. I actually hit as hard as you did. Just without the, the crit. I'm gonna say nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> no, I'm saying on the dice, the number was. Oh, okay. Um, the, the, was that with your claw or was that with the weapon? That's claw. So you with actual yeah. Well, you know, this man's back is exposed to me. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, Two lower, so that won't connect. Okay. He'll be able to just kind of duck and shoulder and shrug that one off with his armor. That brings us to Eleonora. Eleonora, she's just gonna prance her way to the one unattended fella on the bleachers. Oh, it looks like you're my dance partner for the evening. And we're going to attempt to just swing, batter swing. For natural 20 to hit. Make it up for last session. Yeah, yeah I know that's there. how you do it. <laughs> um, hello, batter. Now. 14, 24, so 48. <laughs> Okie dokie. That about, that, that sends him stumble. That about um, just topples him over the bleachers. Paint to the ceiling, he's flat footed. He's flat footed because crit specialization. Okay. Yep. Um, you know what? We're going to swing again. We're going to go with a bleeding finisher on him. Ooh. Ooh. Go for gold. Um, That's a 19. That's a 19. Really hard looking up for last session. 20 plus 21 minus the 5. Nah. 34. So it's 30 minus 5 is 35. Yeah, against his flat footed. 35 against his flat footed. I'm pretty sure that's good. Slap, slap. Slice and dice. And that's a finisher. And it's a finisher, too. Yeah, it's the flattened, frightened one. Wow, that's really good. So they're 18s down another one, so. It's a frightened number of ones, folks. Um, it's still decent chunk of damage. 10, 14, um, 18, plus another 6, so 20, 24. 24. So 48. 48 again. That's a... He's down. <laughs> Good job. Oh, nicely done. Girl after my own heart. And since I was part of a finisher, I get to take a five-foot step. I'm going to go towards the other guy in the podium. He uh, just literally run it. Weapon turn it like yeah, it's this, one motion. This one, one spin. Hand on hill, hand on... Out of blade and just a Marshall spin just and then turn around and another spin as he goes down. Marshall looks at you and just goes, Oh, I and I even, I even look back, <laughs> I even look back at the guy at the podium and do a little curt bow. And as that, that guy, like, who's just on the floor, you whack him, he topples back up over the bleachers and feet up in the air as he just wrecks into the seats. Uh, yeah, he doesn't get a turn anymore on account of the deadness. So, wait, he got a turn. <laughs> we don't do turns. That's gonna bring us to the one behind the podium. Uh, who's going to realize this is not good. And she is going to move back from the podium here. 
around to the base of the bleachers, holding her crossbow up as she goes. He's going to turn her over her, her shoulder. Max! And uh, see him getting ganged on by <laughs> Marshall and Trishik. I'm like, oh, hell. And just level it and take a shot at Eleonora because that was terrifying. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do the, the dodge, the nimble dodge thingy. We have three people with nimble dodge. Yeah, nimble, nimble dodge. dodge. Yeah, that's what it was called. It's Nibbleton. Nibbleton. It's going to be a 34. It hits. Darn. Not a crit. Not a crit. This bolt is going to catch you for 19 points of piercing damage, and I need a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Um, 26. Well, 26, you are going to feel this kind of burn and sting. Uh, and actually see a little more of the skin around the impact. The crossbow will fizzle away a bit, but it's not going to do any worse than that. She's not going to feel good. It's not going to look super pretty. Resume. Um... Resume uh, is going to step into the doorway uh, so she can at least see who's on the podium. Oh, that one's on the podium now. <laughs> uh, well, who's on the bleachers. Right. And uh, then she will uh, shout out, Infomoris! And uh, she'll use a telekinetic maneuver to try to trip the one who just tried to get on the bleachers to throw her back down off the bleachers. All right. It's reflex. No, I just roll. Against, against her reflex. reflex. Oh, against her reflex. Okay. I thought you were asking me to make a reflex no. save. Yes, you make a reflex save. Use your own spells. On the table. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a session reroll, because I haven't used it. Coins. I've only got two of them, actually, so a couple of you guys still have them. Uh, that's not going to be great. That's only going to be a 27. Uh, 27. You'll see her stumble a bit, but it's not going to pull her down. Uh, thrushish. And she'll uh, shield up. I don't think you have an action. Oh, that's right. Action. You're right. Roshin. Right. Well, Roshin remembers what the what the objective was, so she's going to move to the other torch, <laughs> uh, and she's going to look at the at the alchemist who's gone back to the bleachers and say, uh, "Try to keep an eye on us now. Uh, uh, the monsters come out when it's dark." And she's going to turn the uh, she's going to douse the other torch, and that's uh, demoralized. Okay. Not bad. So the light level drops the dim now, just having the light from a, a window set up above the bleachers in the southern wall here. Worse. All right, so that's uh, 22, 23, 26. That's, uh, that's frightened. Not well, frightened too, but it's frightened. It's frightened. It still counts. All right, and on the other side of the room here. It's dark. Big stick swingo. This guy, he's a pretty hurt. That was a pretty good opener there. And he's not really sure what direction he's be facing the most. Uh, but he has beaten you when he feels pretty severely, and you look totally fine. So he's going to swing this club around and turn Nimble it back dodge. towards the lizard up on the bleachers <laughs> behind him. Doesn't isn't it dim? So doesn't he have like concealment first? Yep, that's yep. concealment. That's a nine, so he gets concealment. And then it is going to be the thirty-seven to hit you. Not a crit. Well, he uh, swings this, and this catches you as you're up on the bleachers. What is this? A damned bloody lizard trying to kill me? Uh, it's going to be 19 points of bludgeoning damage. And it is going to knock you down. Up on the bleachers there, he just lifts his leg up and, like, donkey kicks straight back towards you. Bulk of his weight still facing towards Marshall as he pivots back around. Uh, 27. Concealment? Oh, uh, concealment. 
It's natural 20, I can sell it. So, uh, 27 to hit you prone. Um, I don't think I'm flat-footed when I'm prone. You are prone. almost Nimble anywhere. crawl. What is... You're not flat-footed while you're prone. Master while, I'm a master in acrobatics. Let me check. No, I know that you're not flat-footed while prone, so 27 normally. It will, it will 20s? hit me, okay. so... But <laughs> so then why are we no, looking at stuff? Because if I'm okay. flat-footed, it hits me. If I'm not flat-footed, it doesn't. Then it doesn't! Oh my I god, I have Derp. to see if I... It doesn't! That's... <laughs> and then as you're... This is why we here, can't have nice things. He's gonna bring the okay. club back around. Yeah. No, it, it does hit, because I have to be... We don't look up rules in the middle of combat. <laughs> because of this exact reason. Anyway. It hits you. Yes. You are going to take 22 points of bludgeoning damage from his foot. As you're on the ground, he gets it up uh, a significantly better leverage to almost just swing his heel down towards you. And then brings the club around again. Good catch. For a... Math. 27. Concealment. Concealment. 16. Okay, so he hit me with all three. And as he batters you again with this, you're going to take 26 points of bludgeoning damage from this second hit. As he just kind of growls out and turns around still to face Marshall. And looks, uh, just glances across the room, already sees one person <laughs> toppled over the bleachers dead. Are you serious? <laughs> Marshall. Uh, I'm gonna psych myself up. Uh, just because uh, I did take a little bit of damage in that so far. As you uh, do that, let me get some party psych ups here. Ghost of Azan, the chat. Hero point to Trishik for having a neat plan, and Rasheen for doing the neat plan. Hey, yeah. thank you. Nice. And uh stack there, Rasheen. Yeah. I'ma take a I'ma take a swing at the uh, big like stick boy. This tower. Rasheen is stacked. Rasheen is stacked. <laughs> oh, that's probably not gonna hit with the 25. 25 is not. He is aware that you hit very hard now and he is uh, <laughs> he's bashing his lizard. He's All still right. largely looking your way and just well, barely gonna, gets out of the right way of that. I'm gonna attempt another swing because why not? That's not gonna hit. So that's it. Going nuts, swing in his direction for Sheik. I'm going to return the favor to the man who beat me very hard. You want to hand him your prone card? Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. I'm just passing it down the table. <laughs> um, 28, 26. Uh, so re-roll. Because I know that missed last time. <laughs> Is that, is that your only hero point? Yeah. Okay. The names are absolutely Got it. Too. Immediately used it. That's what they're for. Mm. To another eight. <laughs> an eight into an eight. So as you swing out, uh, he's clearly more concerned with Marshall, and uh, your claws are going to catch in his chain mill. Not really hurting him. Well, I'm going to do it again. Nat 20. All right. Got him. Got him. Fishing for 20s. Just caught. roll dice. <laughs> Just roll dice, forehead. This <laughs> Uh, he's taking two crits and one regular hit. So, 10, 16, 32, 42, 45. Okay. Because backstab is separate. 
And then, if he is somehow still standing... Absolutely still standing. He's, he's pretty bloody, but he could... Like, he, he looks pretty small. He could... I also need to take another one of those. I need a fortitude save. Let me give you a 35. All right, so he passes. <laughs> he and is quite small. I'm going to um, skirmish strike. Okay. Do, you do that while you're prone? Yeah, because I have full movement. Oh, okay, you get a nibble claw, right. And that would be 26 again, or 25. Not that it matters, but I will then move five feet away from him, just kind of crawl across the second tier of the bleachers here. Get out of <laughs> just the distance. little rut between the seats. Yeah. All right, Eleonora. I'm going to attempt to tumble through the one guy who backed up to the bleachers. See if I can do that. That's an acrobatics versus their reflex, correct? Uh, sure, Swashbuckler. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. what Tumble Through is. It's versus okay. the Reflex. So, a uh, 29. Ooh, I'm pretty sure it passes. Or, yep. yeah, a, a 30, actually. 30 definitely passes. Cannot math. Sweet, so I have Panache again. We backflip over this. Yeah, I, I actually, as I go up to him, I, I go with one hand with my sword, I grab, just loop my arm through theirs and just turn them back around. I'm like, grab your partners. Round and round. And we're going to swing, swing, swing better. While you roll that Dragonic Soul 221, because fear needs to return to the heroes at some point. <laughs> A villain point. Um, Sick. Pass this down. Last one. You have to let go of it, otherwise I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like falling out of my voice. hands. It was falling out of my hands. She had to pin it against my hand so it wouldn't hit the floor. So she had to um, 38. Yeah. <laughs> We can't keep getting away with it, man. <laughs> That's a crit. Like, make it up for last session, you bully. You bully. What do you? What was the other die? Eight. A seventeen. Stop. Oh. <laughs> My poisoners. <laughs> um. Ten, thirteen, twenty-three points of damage. Okay, that's the first hit that uh, she has taken. And then. Wait, twenty-three or forty-six? Probably 46 if you crit. 40, if it was crit, yeah, 46. Okay, I was like, that's a really bad crit. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to confident finisher. Okay. Mm. Confidence. Um, 17 on the die. <laughs> He's not kidding. Like, so she's just rolling like 33. crazy. 30. Oh, she's also flat footed because critical spec. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 33. <laughs> that does not crit. She is feared one. I know. Okay. I, have, I have that one. I, just, I, was, I, was, I was looking. I was just fishing for those minus like, ones. Oh, you did it! One off. One off. Critting flat-footed frightened one. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you got me. Um, eight, ten. Well, twenty-two, twenty-eight, thirty-one, thirty-seven. That's Jeez. a finisher. With confidence. Yep, that's a. This is finishing a, school. It's a good hit right there. And then I. Five foot step back away from her. Back up the bleachers? Yep. As Alrighty. part of my finisher. So, Jeez. she, and then kind of left here, is gonna hear the guy shouting, and she is going to look towards the door and uh, see Resume there, and she's just gonna drop her crossbow and sprint at you, pulling out her uh, short sword as she does. And uh, as she rushes forward, drawing this blade 
Her other hand, she has above it, and she just kind of runs them down counter to each other. Uh, and you can just see as the blade flashes up that she has wiped some liquid or reagent across it. She flicks the sword up towards Resume. Nimble dodge. Nimble dodge. Time <laughs> for it. Concealment. Concealment first. Mm-hmm. Get a one. It's a two. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a villain point, Dad. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh. Now with Thank the you, one. Grez Darkfang, the appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Darkfang's absolutely appropriate for the My name is Night here. Nightshade. <laughs> the other two. Whoa! Yeah, Concealment. In the, uh, battle in the, plan. The dim light from the well. window, the sword is going to fly just alongside you, missing completely. And resume, that does bring us to you. Um, that was a good plan. Uh, yeah, Resme <laughs> did not work for you at all. Resme is going to Sick. maneuver herself out of the way. Uh, Mobility. 15 feet uh, towards Eleonora. Okay, like kind of up on the bleachers here. Yep. Um, and then she is going to um, look up at True Chic uh, and see how he looks a little bit worse for wear. Uh, and she's going to intone out and uh, send healing energy into you. And now I need actual D8s, not D10s. I need more of those. Thank you. <laughs> Give I'm, me my pile. A bucket of healing. Uh, 14, 17, plus 30s. No, no it's, it's, uh, it's eight per die, so it'd be 32. 32. Plus 32. Oh, eight per die, that was six per die. Uh, so it's going to be uh, 56. 56 health, Rasheen. Look at that, most of your health is back. And Rasheen. All right. Um, much, much better. The bones are no longer broken. I got you, my little friend. You're just going to get bashed in the bleachers. <laughs> well, look at that. 25 feet gets me right up into a wall of it, right? Um, so Rasheen is going to close with this uh, this poisoner uh, with a single stride and uh, raise the shield as she goes. Um, oh, you, you couldn't quite get away, could you? And take a, take a swing down with uh, her sword. Uh, that's uh, it's only a 26. Uh, I'm going to do a hero point. I have a lot of them. <laughs> he uh, said to himself. I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope for, for better. Thank you, Jayazo. That is excellent. All right, that's a 30. Uh, 30 will hit. Uh, So that's going to be 12, 12, 4, 16 slashing. And he is bleeding for a D6. So as you uh, catch her, which kind of this is a slicing blow across. She stumbles a bit towards the doorway. You haven't caught me yet. Still clearly trying to uh, make her way out. Give an action left, right? Uh, no, move it's a uh, move, shield, spike. Oh, it's shield. She's got a poison blade. I'm going to be a little cautious. Yes, please, no. Poison right. blade. Wait, I don't like poison. I've got a hold of a tower to go start smashing. So our through. large lad over here is Trishit kind of crawls back away a little bit. He's going to look towards Marshall. He's going to high foot step. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bully. Five foot step. Hey. Not provoke reactions. Does oh, not provoke reactions. Oh, it does not. Oh. Up onto the uh, the bleachers after Kashyyyk. Nimble dog. And he's like, no, you started this. Get back here. <laughs> <laughs> You're already prone, so he's going to swing it down at you. 32. That would be a concealment. Yeah. Concealment. Five. He passes. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not resume. He does hit. Say it. Getting you for 21 points of bludgeaning damage. Stop on doing what I just As did. This kind of slams into the, the planks. The, Never helps. One of the bleachers here. He picks up one leg and just kind of stomps down towards your torso. Concealment. 17. Stop smacking my lizard friend. Two hits. 29. That hits. That would hit regardless of the uh, prone. He's going to get you four. 24 points of bludgeoning damage with that. Soundly undoing pretty much exactly the heal. Now he looks across the room. He sees the lady in the fighting retreat. He sees the dead guy in the bleachers. He sees Eleanor dancing way up the stairs. Let's look at Eleanor up. Who the hell even are you people? I'm slamming the thing down the again. <laughs> We're the heroes of Breach Hill. This turn the heroes of what? <laughs> Trademark. Natural one. Uh, so the heroes of what? <laughs> Next to Jashik. Confusion. Marshall. Uh, just uh, come on right up on him. And then uh, take a swing at him. Okay, that's what I do. I am just... Go, go, go to you started real strong. Go to dice, Joe. And now you're just swinging like a, well, a barbarian. Okay, Stepping up, swinging, and you got a follow-up strike here. <laughs> Marshall's just rampaging up. This dude is like having one of those Crash Bandicoot run towards <laughs> 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 Marshall behind him is swinging his eggs like crazy. Just, Bits of bleacher start just flying. Getting more and more tearing and the bleachers He apart. just gets more and more angry as he keeps missing. This guy keeps trying to step away. <laughs> this is like the, 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 the image here. Trashik scapering backwards like, <laughs> on the ground trying to dodge these blows. He's slamming his way through. Marshall's just destroying the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to leap forward and drive my claws into his gut. Ooh. For a natural two. Woo! Yeah. Is this going to be another one of those, like, my dice just aren't going to let me do anything? So, second attack, minus four. So, you stay down there. I don't trust <laughs> you. You're in jail. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's a 32. Uh, 32 will catch him. He finally caught him for claws. Finally caught him for claws. 3, 6, 9, 13, 19, 23. All right, a solid hit, but again, a staunch man swinging his big old stick around. Well, we got one more skirmish strike. Skirmish strike. Skirmish strike? <laughs> <laughs> Just a... <gasps> it, it like lazily rolls for... it That's a 20. Is. This is drove <laughs> one claw like. into his gut and then the other one. That's the 20. So... And then backstab. So 5, 9, 15, 16, 20, 45. And a 45, what do, you, what do you do to him? I'm just going to disembowel him directly onto the bleachers. <laughs> just kind of like one claw, then the other, and then just rip him out. And then you still skirmish striking. Yeah, I can go anywhere I want Where from there, so I'll step up on the bleachers. I'll crawl up on the bleachers, you're still proud of him. 
That still counts as one. <laughs> Jesus. It only is one. Yeah, it, it, it is. It count one. as more than one. You got one left, right? No. Swing no, that was right? it. No, I swung and got a two. Oh, I forgot about swing, the first yeah. swing. Yeah. I, I literally we, forgot about the two. We, we put the two out of our heads. I swung and got so a 32, and right. then I swung for a natural 20. Rules. Eleonora. Eleonora is going to kind of put her hands on her hips. You don't just run away from a dance partner. And she's going to sprint down the bleachers, leaping off of them towards the... <laughs> and hopefully landing in the doorway, seeing she is trying to retreat. Splashbuckler speed! <laughs> yeah, boy. Woo! Um, I do not have a Nash, but that does not matter to me. Flank you very much. Flank you very much. Uh. Um, we're going to swing our once. A 25. 25? We'll hit her flanking. Yeah, boy. Wow. She is much less armored than the man with the giant club. For... She's got some light leathers. Math, 11, 15, 21 damage. Okay. And then... It seems like another strike would about be enough to bring her down. We're going to do another strike. We're going to try. I can do that. <laughs> I can do this. Um, math, 35 minus 5. 30. 30. 30. Um, I can do that one. Please tell me 35 minus 5 was not the math. I was about to say five. I was about to say 30. <laughs> Please. Hits. Hits. I keep dropping dice. Um, 12, 18, plus two more. So 20. With that, Eleonora, what do you do to her? As, as I come down with the first strike, I just take her, spin her around, and just run the blade through her back, or across her back. You got the, the oh. perfect... Dance fight. There, you got it in. You made in. up for the ghost battle. Well done, everyone. That was very elegant. And then, about. <laughs> and, uh, thank well you. Done. Thank you. That was nicely done. I loved it. It was. It was lovely. Trishik, you look rather the worse for wear. It's not a fun thing to be pancake by club. Oh, trust me. I, I did exactly uh, how you feel. I did. <laughs> I pay him back. I suppose you have uh, little oil tinctures to go around. Trushik, here, have have some lovely essential oils. They're essential for that oil, that that skin of yours. It's it's going to moisturize, and it's, it's you're just going to smell lovely. Um, smell like we care about smell. <laughs> like you can smell anything other than Russian. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, I think they're um they're used to it, so they just ignore it. Exactly. Well, it smells like regular death in here now too. Yeah. Well, On account of all the death. <laughs> So you a, don't even notice Roshin's smell in here. It's great. With a slight hint of dwarf. <laughs> Krasak. Does he get musky when he rages? Or like... Eleanor, you get I mean... Uh, take back 30. I don't think you were hit that bad, were you? No. Are you still muted? So uh, you pull out some tinctures and Roshin casts a heal on Heal on Eleanor. Yeah. You cast a heal. Actually, if you're casting a heal, as you touch her... 13? I don't. I, as the hill touches her, okay. As the spell touches her, she actually shirks back. Are you good? And she lets out a gasp, like she's in pain. And when she looks up at you, you see black veins just running across her face, from underneath her mask, and up her chest that's open and exposed. And she. Uh. That was unexpected. Um, I ask that you don't do that again, please. Oh, I see. No promises. If you're bleeding out, I'll help you out. But uh, oh. I imagine we can talk about that later. Um, I'm just gonna do a 
slight medicine check on myself. Medicine check is ten minutes. Are you sitting yeah. for oh, yeah. ten minutes? Yeah, no. A slight not. medicine check, a band aid. I, I, I've got you. You got oh, me. I okay. I was about to say. I was just literally going. Take care of it. <laughs> you make yourself feel better. You wipe some blood off. Okay, You're good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Marshall, mm, come here, darling. You do look a bit scratched up. I appreciate the message. Resme's uh, magical cure all. <laughs> what? Wow. Bring on the eights. Did you just roll four eights? No, I rolled three, three eights. eights and oh, a one. I can't see that blue one, yeah. It's still a lot. That's a lot of eights. So, uh, it's going to be uh, 57 uh, points of health back. Yeah, I'm back to full now. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure, my friend. Oh. A couple of quick healing spells and a little bit of alchemy. Applied to Trashik. You quickly rally yourselves, you muster up, you recover as rapidly as you can. Because that was not exactly a quiet battle, and you probably don't want to wait a whole lot of time before rushing yeah. up more stairs. We are, however, going to be waiting an entire week I before don't we rush up I want to do more stairs. Because here, having gotten our foothold and having made our way in to the uh, Scarlet Refuge here in Tannison Tower is where we're going to leave our adventures for now. When we come back next week... Ooh! Last minute, the, Roisin, last minute Roisin point. Last minute Roisin for Roisin. Before Ooh. we go, ZJSA12. Thank Gotta you. make sure your bucket stays pretty full, comrade. Take this. Thank you. Thank you. When we return... Next week, we proceed up the tower. It took us five flights of stairs <laughs> before so we arrived stairs. at any resistance, and we have beaten through what kind of seems like their vanguard, those that they just have as guards posted the lowest floor. We haven't really made our way up into their operations proper yet. Yeah, Valia isn't so much resistance as she is just... What would you call Valia? She, she, no, she's she's a non-lethal uh, and like barrier. I mean, if she actually starts swinging at people, she can mess them up. But Squid doesn't like not if she pulls not 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 if she pulls out the book. That's true. She can wallop them with the book. Pulls out the, the book, the book is there for uh, versatile bludgeoning. So we will be here next week to proceed further up in the Tennyson Tower to meet Brazak. This caster we've heard so much about, this devil summoner. See how much this is responsible for and how much we can possibly learn. The week after that is Thanksgiving weekend and we are unfortunately not going to be here. I wanna... I but after that, I think we have... We are through the interruptions for the foreseeable future. Yeah, we're good Christmas for the rest is like of the year. literally on a Saturday, in which case I can't guarantee we'll be playing, but if it's not literally Christmas... That's on we're Friday. Playing. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, day after yeah. Christmas, oh, we're, we're chilling. Totally we're chilling playing. if you're chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah. Okay, because of schedule, man. Hey, I'm already off that entire weekend. Good to go. I'm so Jewish. that should be the last, the last... Just saying. Fair. Should be the last <laughs> episode that we miss for the year. But next week, I think we finally make some Scarlet Headway here. We might yes. learn some things. We're going to Scarlet try harder. Can we end it on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're just <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> <it>. Bye. Bye. <laughs>